0: Say hello to the bad guy. Tax season. We back in the building. Went through a whole bunch of bullshit today. Supposed to have a, um, I was supposed to have Wax on the show today. Wax just got in. He just landed in shit from back from L.A. He went to the MTV Awards like a bougie nigga, the bougie nigga that he's become. Um, what else? Um, I was supposed to also have um Joel Ots on today. Um, they didn't get to make it at the la- well, not the last minute. They contacted me yesterday. I wanted to interview him. Um, BK Tidal Wave was also supposed to be here today. I don't know where she's at. Nanobia, where the fuck are you, Nanobia? You better be in the bookings right now. I don't know where Nanobia is at, but um. It was an interesting week in pop culture. Definitely an interesting week. First thing, the um, Video Music Awards, MTV Video Music Awards was this week. I could definitely say MTV always gives a good production, regardless, even if like the the performances are kind of dry. That's real. They always give like a a good production. It sounded like it went out for a second. Yeah, it always it's always a good production. So shout out to. Um, MTVs for always giving a um a good award show and it's it, I don't know I don't know if MTV be starting shit or or it just be the people but people get on the MTV awards and always go a little crazy like you, you know you always you always get on the edge when you when you at the MTV awards you know something is gonna happen like you know what I mean so the first thing we you know we gotta speak about um Kanye West Donda's son. Don the son, went on the stage and he received the Vanguard Award for um, Video Music Awards. And, you know, of course, he went on a rant where, you know, he made points for a couple seconds and then he loses you. You know what it is? What I've noticed with Kanye is he, I think he has a syndrome that I have. Like we have we have like I don't know what it's called, like short thinking, like we'll be like deep into what we was talking about and then we'll lose exactly what we were speaking about and be lost for a second and he'll jump to the next subject so i see what he doing i understand it might be the same shit that i suffer from i don't know but but yeah kanye is like um he was making points and then he lose you you'd be like all right kanye what the fuck are you talking about my nigga but it's like you know and then it's like all right he's saying some shit and then you would be like Yo, Kanye, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? But Kanye said that he was running for president in in the year 2020, man. I don't know how I felt about that, truthfully. Like I was like, if you don't shut the fuck up at first, you know what I mean? But then I said, shit, Donald Trump did it. And that's what I'm figuring that Kanye West said. I'm thinking Kanye West been thought about this shit. He probably been said, yo, I should try to run for president in his head. But he said Donald Trump did it. If Donald Trump did it, anybody could do it. That means Monster Cody could do it from the West Coast. That means Big Meech could come home and run for president. You know what I mean? So why not Kanye West? You know what I mean? So shit, why not? Listen, motherfucking Donald Trump is up in the polls. He is the only thing they speak about when it comes to the presidential election. I don't know if they know, but they like actually swinging his ass right in. We don't know nothing about the other candidates, but Hillary, and they wiping her off the planet off them emails. So it's like, it's like, all we got, all we got is Hillary. I got Chris Morrow here too.
1: Yeah. Quick question. Um, do you think if, so he announced that he was going to run it in 2020, right? If you yeah. think he, if he had announced that he was actually entering the race today, Do you think where would he be in the polls? Shit would have been real
0: if Donald Trump announced today. I mean, not Donald Kanye Kanye West announced yesterday that he was going to be running for president this year. He would be number one in a Democratic. He would have jumped Hillary already. He would have jumped Hillary. He might have jumped Hillary. He might have jumped Hillary. Seriously. The only thing that troubles me with the whole, you know, with Kanye West being in, because I feel like he's passionate and and he's he, he. He's being real about a lot of things, but at the same time, it's like Kim Kardashian is our first lady, beloved. And I'm not saying Kim Kardashian is dumb, but I'm not saying she's smart either (laughs) or first lady material. Like she just had a pregnant ass out. But at the same time, Donald Trump is running for president. So it's like, if you let a Donald Trump in, you got to let everybody, you got to let the whole circus in now. So it's like, It's not too far-fetched. You know, Donald Trump is nothing but a more distinguished Kardashian with a little bit more sense and more money.
1: That's even debatable, but yeah.
0: (laughs) That's how you feel, Chris?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Trump fan, but you were telling me earlier that you're actually starting to come around towards him right now.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, you know what it is with Trump? His, His aggression and... His aggression gives off a sense of honesty, even if he might be lying, you know? I always tell people, like, for instance, like, sometimes I'll get around people and I'll bring up shit like, yeah, you know I used to have an STD, and, like, it'll shock everybody in the room. And because of that one small truth, I could give 17 lies after, and everybody will believe it.
1: Because if he told the truth about this, why exactly. would he lie about something if smaller than that? he told the
0: truth about something so... Big. That's socially in people's eyes. Why would he lie about this little thing? You understand. So that's why I don't never really trust shit like that. You know what I mean? Or or Donald Trump. But you know what I mean. It just I seen this clip that newsbreaker put out where he's just talking about oil, like for three minutes. They said all Donald Trump cares about is the oil. That's the clip. In all, and he's in about 20 different interviews and he keeps saying, we need the oil. We got to take the oil. But when you think about it, that's all America does anyway. They just don't do it in the open or say it like him. They go over there, steal a little bit of oil, let them keep a little bit. Donald Trump is saying, let's take the whole shit. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you, I actually, I'm, I'm legally not allowed to talk about it in detail, but i work worked with Donald Trump yeah, and I met him and I watched him in action, you know, from mm-hmm. up close and personal. And the dude is really, really smart mm-hmm. and he knows everything he's doing. Everything he does is to get a reaction out of people. Yeah. But he's dangerous. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to think what I can really say. He he doesn't have a sense of humor about who he is. That's one thing I will say. Like yeah. he he believes his own hype. And as most people, I mean, I'm sure Barack Obama believes his own hype, yeah. but I think he has a little sense of humor about his situation or, or he can look at himself yeah. from a distance. Trump, he believes all this shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, make of that what you will. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. But yeah, I just been watching a lot of shit and it just seems like Donald Trump says shit that other presidential candidates wouldn't, so he's giving off the feeling of trust because people are like, wow, this guy just said this and he wants to run for president, and they outrage because they don't expect the president to talk like that, but in the other breath, they sitting there saying, wow, that sounded kind of true.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's also something where it's like I was talking about this with someone the other day where there was a time where Trump could have had the African American vote too because if you think about it, there was a time I guess if you want to go back 10 years where like to be seen You know, if it was Puffy in a club with Trump was like Mm. a sign that Puffy had made it and people really aspired to that Trump brand in hip hop. And I think he very calculatingly like threw that demographic under the bus because he knew he had to get the southern white vote. So he exactly. was like, "I'm gonna t- forget about being a star to hip hop. Mm-hmm. I need this fucking t neck, redneck, tea party, whatever you call it. You yeah, know. So, tea party. but think about it. Like there was a time where Trump was respected in that in that world.
0: That's true. That that does. I do remember that time. I remember when people were just popping up, like they was hanging with Donald Trump. <laughs> right, he was showing up for photo ops so he could get accepted. I feel like there was a scene of like
1: Diddy on a throne with Trump in a club or something like that. I can't remember. No,
0: nah, I remember. I remember Diddy being around Trump and shit like that. So I definitely remember that little era in hip hop when he was like, he would be around the Russells and shit like that. Like I remember that. But yeah, I don't know. The Trump shit is like getting me. You ah oh man, VMAs, Nicki and Miley. What the fuck was that shit about, man? Like, I know what Molly said about her, but to me, I still feel like, in my perspective, I feel like Nikki tried to bully Molly, you know what I mean? And, you know, I yeah, I feel like it was a complete bully. I feel like it was like, because what, what the fuck was y'all going to discuss up there? What did she say exactly? Oh, and what you said about me, bitch? Like... Did y'all feel like y'all was gonna talk about this shit on stage, hash it out, or was y'all gonna fight? She did that shit to pull a stunt. You know what I mean? Whatever, it's cool. Nikki has definitely learned how to remain relevant and I'm 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 seeing how she's moving lately. And I don't, you know, I don't know if it's too hip hop with her anymore. Or her or Meek. I don't know if neither one of them, because I feel like that's the type of shit she told Meek she was gonna do before the performance. And he okayed it. And I feel like when you're a man in a certain position, you gotta tell your lady, like, nah, that ain't true. Nah, you're not gonna do that. You know what I mean? So it just felt like kind of whack to me. And I feel like she's, like, hanging with a young boy to, like, to see trouble. So she told him about the shit. And he's like, yeah, do it, baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I really felt like she didn't just do that. She knew she was gonna do that. Was that was
1: premeditated. That
0: was Yeah, that was a premeditated attack on Molly. So... It's whatever but you know I feel Molly handled it correctly.
1: Well let me ask you something. I didn't see the show but I saw a gif that was going around on Twitter where they were showing her reaction and everyone was saying oh she's terrified you can see the fear. Mm-hmm. Was that your impression?
0: No. No, nah, I wasn't. No, I didn't think Molly was scared. Of her. I think Molly might have been slightly shocked like like it wasn't that serious like it was more like yo I didn't I didn't mean it like that like you know what I mean? Like, you ain't have to check me on this motherfucker. But I ain't think she was scared. I think it was more of a of a shocked reaction or whatever, and I think she handled it correctly. Like, she just rolled right off of it. You know what I mean? It, just like I said, that shit was blown out of proportion. I don't care. She could have talked up backstage.
1: I mean, I'm sure everyone else knows already, but since I'm late, like, can you sum it up? Like, what was the basic
0: issue? The issue was Nikki made a comment about Taylor Swift and white women or whoever with the culture. I don't know. I just, listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Whenever I hear culture in a sentence, I I start walking away now. Like, as soon as I hear culture get slid into it, I just walk right. I don't even want to hear about it no more because I feel like the shit is an abused word. I feel like people just use it as an excuse to get away with anything now. And it's like the shit is whack, you know what I mean? So i seen something about the culture and I fell back but the basis of what was said was basically like she basically said the white women get to you know wear whatever they want to wear and shoot whatever type of video and they'll win best video award but when she does a video like Anaconda you know what I mean right It doesn't get the same recognition, you know what I mean? Which might be true, but at the same time, just like I said, I don't pay attention to that type of shit no more because I just want away from it. I do. It's abused in hip-hop too much. It's like, I swear to God, it's almost like people learned the word culture two years ago. Cause I've never heard this shit this much. Like it's like crazy. Everything is culture. Like I start saying culture for no reason. I be hungry and I be like, I just gotta eat for cultural purposes. <laughs> and that shit got nothing to do with nothing. But right. I say it. You know what I mean? So I like kind of felt back from the situation. But just like I said, that shit shouldn't have been addressed on the stage. And and you know what? If Nikki was using that to you know build her shit up and be seen, whatever, whatever. I respect it. I understand. That's what all the stars do, I guess. You know what I mean? But overall, that shit ain't no real shit. So everybody online, like Miley and Nicki and you know, they love to paint the portrait of... That shit ain't no issue, man.
1: And then I saw Salon.com got in trouble because they described uh, whatever Nicki said as savage. And then people came after them and were like, why would Did you... Did they? Use- I yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, they were like, why would you use the term savage to describe that speech? Oh, man. So that was... And
0: see, that's another thing, too. Like, you know... Um, I always feel like, listen, it's nothing wrong like a lot of shit is racist out there, you understand? A lot of shit ain't. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot tag racism to every single fucking thing. Like, this is how I view shit. I always try to put myself in the other person's shoes. So if I say something to them and it's offensive, right, I try to bounce it back to myself to see if it would be offensive if he said it to me. Now, that's a lot of shit that people going to say to me that is not going to offend me. You know what I mean? Right. And then it's some shit that might. So I always try to, like, weigh it out. Like, what if this person is from here? Would they feel this way? Like, for instance... Um, you know in the black neighborhood You can't just be saying suck my dick to anybody So you know I was hanging around some white dudes And he, we was chilling he was joking He was ah like, oh, shut the fuck up Tack suck my cock And I turned around like what like you know what I mean Like what the fuck you mean I got And I had trouble to realize once. Yeah I yeah. had to realize I'm like oh shit man it's a white kid man they, they talk like that You know what I mean but where I'm from, we don't speak like that. So I always try to put myself in other people's shoes and realize where shit comes from or derived from. Like Crystal's, for instance, from the Reed. Yeah. I had to ask Crystal's where she was from because her standpoint on a lot of shit is very strong. I was like, yo, like when it comes to racism, like she really is like, you know, strong opinionated, opinionated about it. I think
1: it. her experiences have been pretty strong too.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I had to understand. So when I spoke to her and I asked her, I said, I said, I said, Chris, where you from? She said, Oklahoma. I said, Oh, shit. right, it ain't nothing but tornadoes and KKK out there, pretty much. So I knew I saw after that. I just felt I didn't have to ask her no more after that. I was like, All right, all right, now I you understand. have the
1: context that is being filtered through, exactly. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, though. Like, do you think, I mean, maybe this is a better question for me, but like, do you think white people are always conscious of when they're being racist anyway? Like, I don't think. Like, I saw the clip of what Nikki said. I would not describe that as a Savage mm-hmm. comment. Like, it was pointed. You yeah. could say it was heated, but it wasn't nah, Savage. Wasn't like, savage, no. savage seems like a really strange way to describe that. So is that somebody consciously writing Savage? No, or is that somebody's internal whatever I, it is coming up to the surface? That's the question.
0: I feel that might have been, shit, it might have been consciously written because I don't feel that like the attack was Savage at all. I felt like that was more, you know, if anything it was just it was just too aggressive. I felt like she could have used that energy for something else, like a lot of people online was like, "Why she didn't come at Kim like that?" And it was true, like you didn't come a little Kim like that, you know what I mean? But Miley is Miley, so that's why I said it could be all for publicity. Who wouldn't want to beef with Miley Cyrus if you wasn't cool with her to being able, You weren't cool with her like that. Let's beef with Miley. This is good for news coverage, you know. I mean, what I mean? you don't publicity. think
1: that your employees, your your friends at MTV, are kind of encouraging that? Because I mean, oh yeah, you don't have this sort of energy at the Grammys. You don't have this sort of energy at the Oscars. You don't have this sort of energy. At, it's not coincidence that this sort of well, shit... Well, Chris,
0: don't just come in here slaying around MTV. I said, I,
1: <laughs> I put it in context. I said, you're you're good friends.
0: <laughs> well, I definitely feel like they might encourage it because that's what production is about. Production is about trying to get big moments, you right. know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I could definitely see them like, well, listen, you should say this and she should say I mean, say if you that, give
1: Kanye West 20 minutes to let loose... You know some, he's going to say some shit. Hell that's, yeah. That's that, what that's you what, want. That's they, what you want.
0: They said we need this shit to be big this year. we giving right. Kanye the Vanguard Award. Go. He had enough good videos. We're going to put his ass on. Right. We know what we're doing this for. They didn't know he was going to say he wanted to be the president, but they knew he was going to say some shit. They knew that. So I definitely I definitely believe that. Um.
1: What about Macklemore? Any thoughts on that?
0: Oh, Macklemore. You know what? I like Macklemore, and I want people to know that because I, I was slandering him, like, on Twitter, but he's just so funny. Like, I have to slander him. It's just, I, can't, I can't control myself. I actually like, um, I think it was Macklemore's first two videos, you know what I mean? And he had that, like, big production video where they was on a boat and shit like that. I thought that shit was fly as shit. And I never really felt nothing against him, like, but, you know, I think people felt the ways against Macklemore because they was like, oh, he's this lily white dude that, um that's trying to act hip-hop and has this expensive budget and sold all his records independently. And I just felt like that shit was hate. Because I'm like, for you to be a white motherfucker and to do this shit independently, you deserve it. You understand what I'm saying? You deserve some sort of shine and notoriety to get what you've got because you definitely must have a fan base because it's hard to do this shit, period, independently. You know what I mean? Right. So for him to do it on a scale that he did independently, shit. Macklemore's a fucking OG, but his like his performance, it was cool or whatever. But I just, just like I said, I always just got a joke on Macklemore, man. I I always have to look at him and laugh. I don't know. It's just. Wow. What
1: did you say on Twitter?
0: Um, I don't. I said he. Um, I said, oh, they're gonna Macklemore um, this big um, um pack of mayonnaise with um. <laughs> With, with, with adidas on yeah and then i saw
1: that turned into a whole thing where people were like yo you can't call white guys mayonnaise and yeah yeah then someone else was like nah you know people call us you know cocoa or you know why can't we call the, white the guys?" they never called us cocoa oh, not cocoa but whatever you know what i mean carmel i don't know
0: yeah so i didn't you know what i mean but i, I shoot it I, I crack jokes on people just to do it i don't know if y'all seen it. i started the jokes off with charlemagne when charlemagne had that that whatever shirt that was on, like, and you know he likes Janelle Monet. So I was like, wow, he on he got Janelle Monet stylist. He really getting money. I was like, he out here looking like Jarrell Monet.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? So I, that's what I do during the shows. I like to laugh at people if people really that good, I just salute him. I saluted the weekend. He was the only person I ain't slander. I was like, this motherfucker talented as a fucker, because he motherfucking made a record about doing coke and everybody singing that shit. You gotta love the weekend. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. That's a beautiful song. Word. And I never even sniffed coke, but I understand it for some reason, and I love it. You so, never you know sniffed coke? Nah. Not once? Nah. You I was neither. always scared. Like Because? Just growing up around drug addicts. like You saw it firsthand? If, what? Firsthand? Shit. If it's a hand before that, i seen it. <laughs> I might have helped niggas use drugs before. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, that's why I, I always stayed away from it, so that's why I'd be like, whoa. But I had a friend, Ron Gotti. Yo, shout out to, shout out Ron Gotti, man. That's his real name. <laughs> that motherfucker used to sniff Coke all day. He used to sniff Coke. He used to get close to the table. He'd jump back up. He'd be like, you sure you don't want any? You sure? <laughs> he will do that shit for five minutes.
1: <laughs> he didn't really want you to say yes, though?
0: Yeah, yep. He wanted somebody to join his ass so bad. Man. Why is
1: that? What is that about Coke? Because I've noticed that, like, People who do coke do a passive aggressive thing where they act like they really want you to join them, though I feel like they secretly don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't want
0: they don't want you to get on and they coke. Right. They just want you to do coke with them. There's like a fake friendliness. Yeah, something. they want you to be as high as them. They always try to act like the most peaceful individuals. Yo, bro, you sure? You sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. So. I got yeah. I stay away from your coke friends. Sometimes I got I got a couple coke friends. Like you know, you just never know. I don't. Even, I'm gonna just start walking around with coke again. I'm lying, because I don't want to get arrested. And my ID is expired. I'm going to fix this shit tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Stay away from your coke friends for the rest of the week. Um, female Fallout.
1: Yeah, I thought maybe you could talk a little bit about the term of the.
0: So, you know, we've been going through this thing. Dr. Maya Pedaford in the therapy episode, if y'all haven't heard, um, I had a discussion with Dr. Maya Pettiford. I said I called her a female, I believe, and she she checked me, like, don't call me no female, you know what I mean? And I didn't understand at the time. But it's basically like it's biological. It's like a biological term. It's basically where, you know, biologically, a female could be a monkey. A cat, a dog. So they saying you shouldn't you shouldn't call them a, a female. A adult, a adult female is a, 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 a woman. So basically, like, don't call me a female. Call me a woman. So me personally, I've been calling females females for as long as I have. Probably as long as I can speak. So I didn't know that this term was offensive because I say bitch a lot. So I've been trying to stop saying bitch and I've been using female and. They told me I was wrong for saying female. So like I'm fucking confused, like, and I've been confused now for a couple weeks. And Charlemagne been bringing it up. He brought it up somewhere. He was like, "Yo, what's up with this female shit, man?" And I'm like, "I don't know." So I don't know. And then it's crazy because a feminist group, a feminist, a girl that's a feminist from Twitter is the one that sent me this this picture, and it's describing females as it could be any type of animal, you know what I mean, so you're not really describing a a human female or whatever, I guess, you know what I mean, but I remember, I was, I was saying, like, I remember the the definition of bitch being a female dog, you know what I mean, so I'm like, if I'm talking to a, a female, you know, I wasn't talking to a female, you know, kangaroo, duck, I was talking to a human, who else can we talk to, you know what I mean, like, So I don't know. I think they might just be being too touchy. But the the fucked up shit about it was she basically said that she don't want people talking about the females and don't call them females, but she's a feminist. So this is where I got confused that I'm like, how the fuck are you a feminist? But you telling me not to call you a female. So, you know, I'm whatever. I'm gonna try to work on that too. I don't want to offend anybody. I well, don't someone someone asked. I thought someone
1: asked you. You know, I was kind of watching it as the day progressed, and I thought someone asked you a legitimate question, which is, if it's a term that people find offensive, then why can't you just use another term? And you said, "Get the fuck out of here." Yeah, and shit like that.
0: Yo, you know what's crazy? And after I said, "Get the fuck out of here," I read it again, and I meant that because I don't understand that. Like, but why do you
1: need to understand? If they say it's offensive, then it's I off-
0: really do need to understand that. I need to understand why it's offensive before I stop saying something. You know what I mean? Like I do understand why "bitch" is offensive, but "bitch" has been in my vocabulary from the beginning of time. Right. I was raised by um, Snoop Dog Doggy Style album. You understand what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this: like, Are
1: there, are there, and I think this is part of the issue for you, particularly probably. Are there any words that you find offensive? No, no. see, really. I'm the, I don't find anything offensive. Exactly. So, so but it's you like, gotta put yourself in somebody else's shoes.
0: Exactly. No, when she said it, I thought about it. Right. I thought about it for a minute. That was probably that's crazy that that stuck out to you because that was the only fucking question. I said, "Wow." She said, "To me, it's legit." She said, "Yo, if it's offensive to them, why you need to know the reason?" And I'm like. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, what you mean? You know what I mean? Because.
1: Or you're like, touche.
0: It's just completely not offensive to me. But at the same time, I do understand what she meant by that. Even fight. if
1: there are words that aren't offensive to you as tax, you'll concede that there are words that are offensive to other people.
0: I really might not ever have words again. It's like you can't keep taking away the words from me. You remember, before, like in the beginning, in the first couple of podcasts, I kept discussing the word nigga. Right. And I was telling people, like, yo. If we can say nigga, anybody should be able to say nigga. You can't, you can't restrict words from people. You can't do that shit. Like I don't think that shit is right. That's racist. You telling me only black people can say this, or only white people can say that? That's racist. But I guess that's the world we live in, where you know shit, shit is segregated and sectioned off, and you gotta be. You got to be cautious of what you say because I've seen gays call each other faggots. But it's like if you say it, you might lose your job all your life. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like you got to you got to really know what the fuck you're saying out here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. What can I tell you? I mean,
0: but I'm gonna just start. I'm going to try to learn how to not offend people. I'm going to try.
1: All right. There you have it. <laughs> Tax stone all right you want to get premium pete yeah let me let me say a quick word before i bounce because i know people weren't tuning in to hear chris morrow on the show at all so i apologize but i would say as uh the guy who runs the loudspeakers network i haven't come on the show yet and thanked you the audience for supporting the show because you know really the response we've gotten has been tremendous i don't know has it been a surprise Shit, are, are you pa- are you past the point of a surprise now
0: Hell yeah, I'm past the point of a surprise. Because I I'd always thought it would do okay. Right. I never thought it would do good or great, like, yet. You know what I mean? But it's like, so, like, when I started getting the good responses, I was like, oh, shit, like, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm a person that's, like, never really excited because I'm never really, I don't, I don't ever think anything belongs to me. You know what I mean? So I always try to move like shit can get taken away from me. So that's why I don't never really get too excited for things like even with women like I could deal with a girl for three years and you know I could know like yo um today might be the day this is over
1: so you're not committed to the podcast
0: no I'm definitely committed to it I I love this shit but I just feel you know I've been just like I said I've had so much and it's been taken away that I never you know I mean
1: you don't put all your eggs
0: in one basket. I sit there and I, I like, as much as I would love it, I'd be like, I can't love it too much because it'll hurt me if I don't have it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I don't ever want to put all my love in. <laughs> so that's basically what it is.
1: All right, well, thank you, audience. All right, we're going to
0: take a quick break. <coughs> I've got a really cool money maker opportunity to share with you, man. Y'all need to get out there and start driving an Uber if you want to make some good cash. There's some good cash in it. It's not like the regular cabs that, you know, that they stink, that's funky, and the driver just want to tell you his corny stories about his baseball team. Man, it's not that, man. You got to get with Uber. You got to love being your own boss. You can earn great money. All you need is a car and a license. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility like parents and students and who knows you could be getting into your own car when you drive an Uber it's always a good experience sometimes they have waters in the back they give peppermints i love when i get in my uber and there's some peppermints and water in there i really appreciate the ride i'm like man can you just close the windows throw the ac up on 3 man this ride going to be cool as long as you ain't got nobody talking to you sometimes the ride is great man we love uber start earning serious money today Sign up to drive a Uber. Visit driveruber.com. That's drive r.com. Y'all definitely want to get in tune with this. Then all you need is a clean car and a license, and you could drive an Uber. So you better get in there, man, and get whatever dollars you can because there's not too many good jobs like that paying the money that they pay that's allowing you to just have a license and a car. What's going on, man? Tax season. We in the building right now with the beloved Premium Pete. Cheer. How you feeling, Premium Pete? I'm feeling great, beloved. This is Premium Pete, beloved. This is Premium Pete from the Combat Jack Show, from the sneaker fiends. What? What are these?
2: What? What are those what? The
0: old school Russ Tims?
2: Nah, nah. These are uh, sweet potato Tims by Villa. Sweet potato. I mean, anything I do is with food. Skinny fat kid shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, Tax Sweet potato Tims? Yeah, absolutely
0: I remember those Tims All the dudes that had those Tims used to pack bags in C-Town
2: <laughs> nah, nah, Put this way They didn't have these out when C-Town was around They just dropped these a year ago mm. So these sweet potato Tims were definitely not out And I definitely never packed no bags in C-Town Now maybe wall bombs, I may have done that Wall boy, that's true War bombs you
0: look like it. a war bombs packer.
2: Yo, <laughs> that don't even sound right. What did you that, that sounds like <laughs> yo. That sounds yo. War bombs packer. Nah, man. That sounds crazy. We got
0: pre. We got premium Pete in the building, man. A good brother, man. A, 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 a ex con. Mm-hmm. A beloved ex con. Most definitely. They did time with David Sweat.
2: And, uh, yeah. And and, <laughs> and, uh, and Jesus. And Jesus. And fucking and Joey. Every rat hunter. Yeah, I mean, a couple of people. But first off, I'll say, first off, I'm proud of you. Congratulations to you on That's the Tax right. Season Podcast. And most definitely, everything that you're doing. Because, you know, real talk, when we talk about ex-cons, you know, people people just get into trouble. You know what I mean? You grow up and you make a wrong mistake and you get into trouble. And it's so hard to make legit money. Like, I remember, like, hustling, ass, man. pushing shit. And I I'll like, yo, if I could actually get a job that, you know, would pay me a decent amount of money, like, I would stop this shit, but mm-hmm. you could never last that long. So when you get real money, like, you know, like, like I seen you tweet something that was like, yo, I can't believe I'm getting, like, legit money. Mm-hmm. And it meant a lot to me be, to see that because we as people who've been away or we as people who, who change our lives around for the most part, you know, like, you got to be happy for other people doing that, you know, because, yeah. like, you know, it ain't hard. much out here.
0: It's not easy. I was watching the um interview, the Breakfast Club interview okay. th- this morning with Dr. Umar. And, and he, what the fuck did he say? I was like, the shit touched me because it just, it just touched me, I guess, just to see somebody else relating to it that said it on a big platform. You know what I mean? It's just like, he said, it's so much people that make it out the hood and then they, they try to act like, like I've known several people, like, I don't even want to say this dude's name. I know several people like made it, made it places, you know what I mean? Made it far. And then. They look at you like and look at other people that's in the same neighborhood or predicament that they was in and judged them. But it's like, it's not much you could judge them on if you know where they where they come from and why they're there. You know what I mean? Like we didn't place ourselves there. We we was placed there. You know what I mean? So it's like when I was sitting there and I realized I think I had just left Chris Morrow, he gave me a check and I was like, damn, yo, like, I just got a check.
2: Yeah. For doing, for being yourself.
0: For being myself, and it wasn't, it wasn't through Instagram or Facebook trying to swindle somebody through their bank account, to bust a check in their account.
2: You know, what, what, so. when when I went to jail uh, and uh, spoke, you know, I went back and spoke to them, you know, and just told them that, you know, how to come home and stay home. And it's funny, they gave me like a, a little certificate, like award. And I was, when I, my first words, when I went up there to a standing ovation, I was like, I used to get arrested for what I'm do, what I did. Now I'm being awarded for what I do. So, you know, it's a great feeling. Yeah. But real real talk, when you were away, did you uh, eat that baked chicken on Sunday? Of course. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. Of course. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yo, did you hear the fuck? Did you hear the fuck the way he fucking just said that shit? <laughs> the baked chicken on Sunday. It was a beautiful thing. You know, Taxi, you know, real talk, we should give that some- That shit is some, really the most joyous day. You know, the inmates, people who've been away or about to go away, you know, hopefully you're not. No, we got to give them some insight for people who haven't been away. You ever hit Rikers Island, don't drink the the, the juice. They, oh, yeah, definitely. Because that juice will stain your fucking yeah. bladder, your clavicle bones. Yeah, shit don't
0: yeah. even wash off the table, so you know it's not, your body is never removing that shit.
2: But but definitely, like, Sunday, like, it's crazy because I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. And growing up, like, Sundays were pasta. But mm-hmm. uh, we turned out, like, you know, when I went away, like, Sundays was, was baked chicken. And, you know, so baked I was chicken, like, then. so I had to look forward to baked chicken. But it was a beautiful, you know, you get that, you get that package, uh, you know, get gets, like, li- listen, I might was. It was, want, it, was yeah. it
0: was, it was very good to have, to have family while you was in prison getting packages, man. Because not only it was for you, it was for whoever you was around. Most definitely. You took care of You know what of them. Mean? You had to take care of everybody you was around because it'd be good dudes up there that just don't got family or whatever it might be. And they just be good, solid people. Like tell um people where you from,
2: Pete. Well, I grew up in Brooklyn. I grew up in Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm a true Brooklyn dude. Like, like sometimes I'm too much Brooklyn. You know, mm-hmm. that like you know. Was now- you there when they
0: shot the Warriors?
2: Uh, no, no, no no. <laughs> no, no. I I wasn't there when they shot the Warriors, but I definitely grew up in Coney Island. Like my my uncle had the go karts back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, true hustle uh type of business. You know. Coney Island go karts were like a staple, you know, like the cyclone. Only thing I don't like about Coney Island, like you know, like the amusement park, is like it's old as fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like they got grass growing out the r- cyclone. Like I can't take a a roller coaster. They got grass. Like they got trees and branches growing out metal. You know what I mean? Like well, why
0: I- does the cyclone the the, the cyclone sound like a Uzi? That shit sounds like a gun is going off on his ride. That's (laughs)
2: that's a normal day, you know. I'd be like,
0: "What? I'm not getting on that shit." My aunt, she's so like classic Brooklyn. She'd be like, "We going on the cyclone, and then we get some banana ice cream after and frog legs."
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Coney Island is definitely (laughs) Coney Island is definitely special. I mean, it's always been it's where I grew up, you know. Mm -hmm. Most definitely is where I grew up. Coney
0: Island is a dangerous place. Let's let's speak about Coney Island, Brooklyn, a little bit because a lot of people leave out Coney Island when they discuss Brooklyn, and I want y'all to know. Coney Island is a dangerous place. They don't put a lot of shit on the news that happens in Coney Island so people don't know what's going on over there because it's a lot of companies investing over there that want that Waterland property and they don't want things to really trickle into the media. Coney Island is dangerous. Don't y'all ever get it twisted when you see that
2: aquarium, them rides, and that beach. 23rd Street, man. I'll tell you, but, you know, like they were trying to make Disney land out of that shit for a while, but I don't know if it happened. They really mm. want to break everybody out and put hotels in there and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, if it brings jobs for the people within the community, then I see that. But that if it pushes cool, yeah. everybody out, that's some, that's some sucker shit.
0: You know what, though? You don't feel that people need to be pushed out the community. Like, push yourself out. Why do you want to be here? It's not
2: good. I mean, I guess some you know some people can't get out, you know, but mm-hmm. like, that's the thing too, like you know, I don't know if you feel this way, and I'm not trying to make this a, a fucking jail failing episode, mm-hmm. but like you know when you've been away and you've been through the struggle and you get a chance to see some shit, you know you really understand and care for those people, you mm-hmm. know, like like you know, you sit here and say, like yo, I hope some you know somebody comes home and stays home. I hope you know dude could get out of the projects. or I hope somebody Hell you know yeah. like you know there's too many people that hate on each other, you know and and just I
0: sit on Instagram right now. I watch dudes that just came home, and I just be happy just to see them doing things like they'll just be, they'll be like, "Yo, man, at Disneyland with my my daughter." I'd be like, "Damn, man, congrats!" You know what man. I mean? I'd be happy for them just to see them. Cause the thing is, is that most most dudes that come home from prison, they in a rush to get back to where they was before they come back to j- before they went to jail, so they end up right back in jail. So I always try to explain to dudes like, "Yo, man, pace yourself, man." Sure. T- take that shit slow because it's n- you can never go back to where you was at before you understand when yeah. you are getting years taken away from you that takes it takes time to accumulate like it's dude's like i remember i was talking to this one kid and he was like yo i just came home and you know in the like the the urban neighborhoods the type of the accomplishments the the pe- the things that people are trying to accomplish in the neighborhood right. is so small and minute it's said like, what the fuck are you talking about so you know It took me to go to jail a couple times in order to get to this point, but he was sitting there. He was like, yo, man, Wilson ain't got all these Jordans. He got all these clothes, and I'm like, I ain't got shit. And I'm like, and I was, you know, it's because I was past that point, but I was like, Jordans and what? What the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? But I had to, like, literally explain to him, like, yo, like, Jordans come out on Saturdays. It might come out one Saturday every two months maybe. I said, He had two years out to bottom Jordans. You didn't. You can't catch up right now. You understand what I'm saying? You have to pace yourself in order to, you know, and I feel a lot of people in the hood try to compete. compete, Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely.
2: Why? um, Because fucking woman, you know, like, and and nothing against them. I'm not blaming you sweet sweet things, you know. (laughs) I'm not blaming you beloveds, you know, like, But real talk, like you know, guys, like yeah, I gotta be fresh to death, man. Like mm-hmm. I got to, you know, how am I gonna pick her up? I gotta have a car. Like yo, you trying to get pussy? It's co- You're courting them. That's why it's mm-hmm. funny. Like, I laugh when people say like, I don't pay for pussy. Somehow, somewhere, you pay for pussy. Pay for pussy. You know, even if you're in the Uber, if you if if you get a Uber home, you paid for pussy. Mm-hmm. If you take it out to eat, you know. But real talk, I just think that like you know, it, it's just that impressing stage, man. Especially not as young stage is how you look, man. People don't care, man. People can have fucking, uh, 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 you know, smell like a motherfucker, you know, but if they look good on the outside, you know, that's that's the thing they're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Real talk. But I do want to say Brooklyn, we spoke about Brooklyn, but also my lady, you know, uh, we live in Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I stay in Brooklyn, I stay in Jersey. But Jersey's so different from Brooklyn. But for a Brooklyn dude, I really appreciate the five minutes slower. Like what I love is like how how they trust you out there. Like, you know, I had a Kerrig. You know those Kerrig, the coffee joints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a Kerrig and right, boy, and, no. and the shit stopped working. But we had it for like fucking 10 months. And I called my mother and, and, and I'm like, yo, this thing don't work no more. She's like, bring it back to Bed Bath and & Beyond. And I'm like, ma, I don't even have a box. I don't have a receipt. It's 10 months fucking old. And she's like, don't worry about it. Put it in a plastic bag and bring it back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, we love our mother and we listen to our mother. Yeah. And in my head, I'm, I'm a Brooklyn dude, so I'm like, Yo, you go to Brooklyn, they'll accuse you. I'm like, get the that's fuck out of here, you know what I mean? You know what <laughs> mean? Like, get the fuck out of here, like, you some crackhead, you know yep, what I mean? Like, exactly. they feel, that's how I make you feel. So, as soon as I get in the store, she's like, uh, You know, I'm like, Look, I don't have a, a receipt or a box, but this thing's not working no more. She says, Oh, no problem, put it back here, we'll go, go get a new one. And I'm like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, that's what I love about Jersey, you know, like, I feel like. They're more open to give you, you know, give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like like she felt I felt like she would have made me make one more carry out of that. Like before I wanted to go, mm-hmm. you know, like have a cup of coffee. You want sit, to sit for a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are a little bit nicer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I nah, like that. Nah,
0: I, I definitely I agree with that. Well, like, you know, that's kind of like everywhere you go, there's like really not the hood. You'll get different results in the stores that you go to. Sometimes you might get the, the complete like, oh, he's not from here. Look, you know what I mean? Yeah. But. You'll also get the super helpful people where you be confused. Like, these motherfuckers is too helpful. <laughs> like, who are these people? Like? People
2: wave at you. In some parts of Jersey, like, you know, where you go into the neighborhood, people wave at you, man. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, I'll never forget. When I just came home, I'm home over 10-plus years. When I just came home, my parents moved to uh, Jersey. So like when I came home, I couldn't even go see them because I had to be uh, paroled to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Jersey, it was dope. I felt like I was on vacation. It was dear, you know what I mean? Like my like, you know, I'm used to living like everybody's on the block. You know, the the house I went to was like so it was two people on the block. Yeah. So uh, you know, when we were outside, people were driving by, they're waving. So I asked my father, "Who, who the fuck is that?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, people who live in the neighborhood." I never had people wave at me, you know what I mean? Unless it was like. People know you in Brooklyn. You know what I mean. Beep the horn. Like, yo, tax. What you know? What up? Mm-hmm. You may not even know who's strolling by. You just put your hand. Yo, yo. You know mm-hmm. what's up? But in Jersey, I feel like, for I guess what I'm saying is, as you're older, you could appreciate something like Jersey. When you're younger, you know, people you may get yourself into trouble with doing some stupid shit out there. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, you could appreciate that relaxed. Yeah, you mode.
0: appreciate that that laid back mode where you could just you ain't really got to worry about too much. You're not looking over your shoulder. You're not weren't thinking about who that is across the street. but well, that's just certain areas because we're not gonna act like the yeah. I mean, you Jersey go to New suburbs, yeah, yeah. you know, what I mean? New Brunswick, yeah. Newark,
2: you know, Camden. D- I mean, Trenton. Yeah,
0: there's some places out there that look like yo Trent. Yo Trenton looked worse than Brooklyn ever looked. In crazy, the
2: 80s. crazy.
0: Trenton. They had a house on the corner with the biggest fucking yard for $35,000 mm. in Trenton. I said,
2: "Holy <laughs> shit." Came with a
0: dog too. Shit it was a a corner house, the huge yard around the house, around the front of the house and a huge backyard for 30k. I said, "What the fuck you know this the hood?" Yeah. Trenton is Yo, man, y'all be safe out there in Trenton.
2: Let me ask you this, honestly. Do you feel that like New York is more of like a talking like tough shit like meaning like we talk more than we pop off. I'm not saying you. I'm speaking on I'm speaking in general. Because the reason why I say that for you is because like LA, you know when you get to real crazy neighborhoods in LA, Chicago, like motherfuckers don't talk. Like you know the reason why I say that for you is like yesterday I seen some dude and they were popping off, popping off, popping off, people pulling out cameras. Just say, like, I'll fuck you up. I'll smack the shit out of you. I'll stab you. you know, I might. Like, people people got to a point where they're like, yo, hit him already or do something. I feel like that's a normal now in, in New, in York, New city. York City.
0: New York City, I feel like it's always been a normal. It's because it's the, the city is so big and it's so crazy. What happens is that we we bring kids out here from the suburbs to come out here to try to live. And they start trying to find a way to protect themselves. So they like, yo, I have to act like this. In order to survive out here, Mm. it it becomes disrespectful, like to the point like I just was in Atlanta and the lady like said hello to me twice, maybe three times. And I didn't realize it to the third time because I'm not used to people saying hello to me Mm -hmm. strangers. You know what I mean? So I was so lost. I was like, oh, pardon me, miss. I'm from New York and I'm not used to that. I had to (laughs) tell her I apologize. I'm not used to that.
2: And you, you and you got one eye. And you got one eye. And I got one eye. Which I never knew. Like <laughs> The funny thing is, like, people who listen to this in your ear holes, you know, uh, they won't understand, like, yeah. you know, without seeing the video, unless the video comes out. I don't know where it comes out. Mm-hmm. But for a while, when I seen you, I'll be like, yo, for some reason, like, the way Tax will walk by me, like, I feel like he, you know, you were about to stole off on somebody. <laughs> because, like, you have that look, like... Where it's like, I'm like, what the fuck's this kid doing? So like even Ooh, though I got shit. love for you beloved, yeah. and I'm like, Yo, I like this motherfucker, but I'm like, yo, I had to like clinch up, like, yo, yeah, w- just, in case. Like, just in case like, you know, he trying to stall off on me nah, until man. I didn't know you had one eye. Yeah,
0: I got one eye. One man, eye's a new but, thing. It's, it's it's a fad now. Yeah, it's a fatty wop try to be down. Like he he wasn't down with this. And crew what's his years name? Go. Who else? Um, um
2: from uh, G unit Um, uh, what's his who, name?
0: Somebody from got one eye on G unit?
2: Um the fuck? I can't believe I can't remember his oh, fucking name. Oh, Jack name. Thriller. Jack Thriller, yeah. yeah.
0: Jack Thriller, yeah. Jack yeah. Thriller got one eye. But he
2: got the he got the super sexy uh, one eye. He got the he got star the on his shit. Big old glass eye. <laughs> he don't got the Forrest Whitaker. Yo, I watched South the other night, man. Forrest Whitaker had one of them, like a blue eye. His shit looked like it was fucking like a, a like a teal green. Nobody
0: eye makes me more mad than Forrest Whitaker.
2: Forrest Whitaker most... look like someone like like when a girl a, sucks your dick eye. and licks your balls at the same time. <laughs> That's how Forrest Whitaker's eye looks. Real talk. I mean, I, any I no disrespect to anybody's yo, eye who's like that. Yo,
0: to to get off eyes real fast, yo, Forrest Whitaker, why the fuck was you Ghost Dog, man? <laughs> 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 ghost <laughs> Dog was the worst movie <laughs> that ever happened to black people. So. <laughs> Uh, shit. Yo, when I first seen Ghost Dog, I kind of liked it, but all I could look at was Forrest Whitaker, and I just can't take him serious. Like, I've seen Forrest Whitaker act like a cop, it was cool, but that Ghost Dog role, don't you ever do that shit again. Know your role yeah. out here as an actor, know what you can play, know what you can't. Everybody can't be Heath Ledger and play Joker, and everybody can't. You know, be Blade like Wesley did, and you can't be Ghost Dog, man. Stop the. That Ghost Dog was terrible. But that was a Wu-Tang movie,
2: right? Like, wasn't. I mean, ghost Dog was horrible. No, nah, it wasn't. Didn't the RZA have something to do with that shit? I mean, <laughs> but, but, but Southpaw, he played a good part. He, South he, he Boy, definitely he played a good I didn't part. I see Southpaw. It's Boy. a great movie. But I want to get back to prison talk before we take your, sh- wherever you take your show. Mm-hmm. Friday nights in jail, upstate. Yeah. For some reason, after like 12 o'clock, it was like. Like, like I remember this dude who used to run the house, Spanish dude, you know, yeah. and uh, everybody had their own sections. You know, when you walk in a, a, a dorm or cells, tears, I've been in both. But when you walk in a dorm, you know, you know who runs the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you have sections of people who fuck, you know, that, that do shit. But and then you have, you know, the gay people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if that's a word we could call them today. Do you call people gay people? I is that the great terminology? Suitable, I don't want no one to get upset because I'm sure there's some gay people who listen to the tax That's
0: suitable, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, gay is suitable. Is gay suitable, Mr. Morrow? Okay. Um, anyway, like Friday night, I remember like, you know, like after 12 o'clock, they, they would be in the bathroom doing shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was in uh spot you was... <laughs> I was all over. Yeah, I swear to God. They were in the bathroom and that was the only time they were allowed. Like the dude said they had to do this shit at a certain time. You know, when they got them little packages under the stamps. When the envelopes came in and under oh, the stamps, they got babe. them little them little dime bags. Holy shit. They would be probably sniffing that shit off each other's asses. I don't know. But I remember, like, if I had to go to the bathroom, I would hold that shit until f- the morning time. There was no way. I- I'll be honest with you, real talk. Throughout my whole time being away, one of the most scariest parts for me was, like, just taking a shower, man. I always felt like if someone stepped to me in the shower, I didn't want to. Like I seen people fight in the shower, mm. and it was sloppy, man. It's be so sloppy, like, like, man. And I seen people like thorough. You'll, dudes. Be
0: on, you'll be on your knee off the first swing. <laughs> you, you the best
2: fighter ever, but you'll be on your knees and you swung most once because you are in the fucking shower. Yo, I, I'm telling you, that was one of the most. Ter- and, and the next thing is like when I when I shower, I shower with my boxes on. Yeah, like it's funny, course. I told Combat this, and you he's like, got "What got do you one mean?" Brave
0: s- Two brave
2: Spanish dudes that come in with yeah. all ass yeah. out, yeah, 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 <laughs> fucking Rico and fucking Chico, you know, two Fuck, Latin kings, yeah, fucking man, it, exactly, you know. But I, yep. I never forget. We were taking a shower, and uh, I was in uh, Mossy, mm-hmm. and we're taking a shower, and I come in with my boxes, and like six dudes, you know, uh, lined up and uh, you know taking showers. So I'm the first shower, so I'm in there taking a shower, I'm rubbing the soap, uh, all, you know, all over my, you know, myself cleaning myself up, and all of a sudden, like. I don't know how, but I lost grip of the soap, and it just slid out my hand, and the shit went flying. That
0: shit had to happen in slow motion. Now, yo, yo,
2: that shit felt like a slow motion. That shit slid out my hand and rolled right in front. Like it literally went in front of everybody, and all of a sudden, you know, the fucking Spanish dude turned around by, like, yo papi, that's your soap. Yo, I, <laughs> yo. Yo, I grabbed my hand with the soap and made believe like, I still had the soap and was washing my underarm side. That ain't my soap. I had no idea what you're talking about. Yep. And I just continued to wash myself. But that was one of the most, like, frightening things because, you know, the cliche is, like, you don't want to drop the soap. <laughs> you don't want to drop the, then, the soap, what the, what the fuck am I, like, 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 crazy shit is this shit dropped in front of everybody. What the fuck I look like, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get that soap? Like, there, no way. That soap, like, you got to charge that soap to the game. <laughs>
0: Yo, that's some funny shit. I always tell a shower story, man. Elmira Correctional Mm -hmm. Facility, man. We was just having a big discussion in the shower. I I forgot what we was talking about. Long story short, we had CO like, hey, hey. And we turn around, we look, and like this dude was dead fucking this dude in the shower while we was in there. Holy shit. And it's like, in the field house in Elmira, I I would say maybe, because shit, it'd probably be 14 showers broken. So who knows? It probably was. Probably was a. I'm gonna say it was a good 15, 16 dudes in the shower, and we and the bubble is like the bubble is a is like a um what do you call it? But bubble is like a station where the where the CO's where CEOs
2: stay where they stay. Where That's they where the station.
0: And they look at you. It's like a glass, but yeah. the, some of the like part of the glass bubble is in the shower. Yeah. So this dude was literally fucking the dude directly under the bubble. So another co seen it because he was doing under their window. They didn't see it, and like another co seen it and screamed it. So they stood up and looked, and they see him. So they look at us, and it's like prison is so funny because you have cos that become inmates. Mm-hmm. you understand? Absolutely. The cos start working in so long that they they get that that the,
2: the, the into deep. Pause. Yeah,
0: they, yeah. They turn into J Reed. like they really yeah. become. An inmate, Like, they, their ideologies, how they deal mm-hmm. with life outside is like a convict, and they don't even realize it, but we do, because he's like, this dude acts like me. You know what I mean? And he's a CO. But so the CO's like, hey, and then we all turn around, and we look towards the CO, and we see him looking past us, so we look the other way, and we see this dude ain't stopped yet. He's, like, literally fucking this dude in his ass. Like, and at that point, I prayed That's probably where I got the most scared in my life. Like, because it was like, I never seen nothing like that before. It was like, like, and it was so brave. We was like in the shower in front of everybody. And at that point, the CO walked up. i never forget and said, what are y'all, bunch of faggots? (laughs) Like, screamed at us. And like, everybody stopped like, what the fuck y'all doing? (laughs) Yo. And, like, three dudes went and started fighting them, And it was so funny because I, I sat there when I got home, and I was like, how the fuck the CO gonna say, what are y'all, bunch of faggots? And, like, really excited the riot against the gay dudes that was having sex, even though they shouldn't have been doing that. You know what I mean? It was just hilarious. I was like, yo, they really become, like, institutionalized. Like, their COs, like, I don't know how many people know this, but their COs that fuck inmates. Yeah, most We're definitely. We're
2: talking about men I was- that fuck men. I was in and Attica, and yeah, and especially women, too. You know, yeah. I was in Rikers. I was in Rikers a lot of people I was with. Um, you know, like I was in cells in Five North in Rikers, and um, the guy next to me from Harlem. He every night about like one o'clock, the girl, lady used to come in and, and fuck the shit out of him, man. You <laughs> know, and I I I used to just hear her moan, and you know, I used to fucking say fuck that, man. I need to whack off the hair and her moan. Yep. You know, yeah, you I'm, gotta
0: grow up sometimes. I'll be honest with you. That's the
2: <laughs> most I ever jerked off was being in jail when I got put in the box. And no, box jerk off central. I did, uh, I did, I did about almost, I would say, close to a year in the box. Mm-hmm. And and I literally, I'll never forget. Like there was this one white fucking, like I had this white fucking crispy like pie layer of fucking looking floor because I jerked <laughs> off so much into this spot. Because I'll be honest with you, I just yeah. wanted. To, I, I just want Ah! he he had a (laughs) pilot. Yo, I just wanted to go to sleep. I just wanna go to sleep, man. Like like there would be times No, but
0: people don't understand that. And And that happened to me. I had to like get out of it because when I came home I had to get out of it because I did so much time in the box that there's literally nothing to do. You'll read every book. Mm -hmm. After you read every book, it's like, what am I gonna do? It's nothing to do. You jerk off. And then you want to go to sleep because you sitting there doing nothing. You got nobody to talk to, so you want to jerk off. You sitting there. You got your pussy books, your butt mm-hmm. man, whatever you got.
2: Blacktail. Yep. Um, Blacktail was disgusting. I used to, I disgusting. used to, I used to jerk <laughs> off to uh, the Blacktail episode. You a nasty. Not the Blacktail, but not the me, me episode. I'm so in, into doing podcasts. the uh, Blacktail issue with uh, Cantrell. Uh, what's her name? Cantrell. Who Blue Cantrell. Blue Cantrell. Blue Cantrell? I had that Man, bullshit. let me tell you something, man. <laughs> I, st- I sticky that fucking page up so much nah, that. she was lit, though, cuz
0: She was lit. Yo. You, you know, we were seeing on the video that we see there. <laughs> and that, that was, like, the best shit that could have happened. Like, blue- shout out to Blue current Trail. I know you pray out there selling pussy or something. Yeah. Let me know what the price is. Yeah,
2: shit, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but i tell you one thing. Listen, shout out to all the gay people in jail, you know, because they doing what they doing. But
0: so, Yo, some of the gay niggas in jail is the realest niggas I met. They ain't never played. They never played with my money. Like and I always tell people that. Like people be like, 'cause like I'll say something like I and I need to I I wanna say this one more time. I say faggot sometimes, but I don't mean gay people. Yeah, most definitely. And where I'm from in my neighborhood is just a terminology to mean soft. Like, oh you soft or you whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You did some most bullshit. Definitely. You a faggot. So if you if I if you ever hear that slip out, I'm not bashing gay people. I'm cool with gay motherfuckers. Y'all buy the most drugs. Like, I love y'all. You know they do. I mean? They definitely. And, and, and both <laughs> of my
2: sisters are gay. They're fucking carpet munchers. Mm-hmm. Both of them. They fucking. You know. I don't know. They. They joined. Uh. The, yeah. No. Now. Real talk. Real talk. Like. And I. I love the lesbian community, man. Mm-hmm. You know why I love them because they have a greater sense of humor, and for some reason they stick together. Like, yo, they stick together so well that like they do well. Like they. They That's all make a, a lot of money. Yep. Um. You know they have great jobs and and they have like like I'll be hanging out with them and they're like. Pull your dick out. Put it on the table. I haven't seen one in 10 years. You know? And I'll fucking play around with them. Like, they're just great. Like, yo, my sister's friends. Like, yo. Yo. This motherfucker Pete got to get the fuck out. No, <laughs> I'm being honest. Like, I'm being honest with you, man. Like, And then I'll start asking, like, when's the last time you seen yo, a dick? Like, when's the You know, I respect he them. He said, and I'll play with them. I, I enjoy playing with them. He and was it, giving back to the community. I was. The the the. lesbian, the lesbian community. I love, let me tell you. I will say this, though. Some... Dude, I still don't get and understand, and maybe one day I will, but um, I never forget, my. they asked me to come out and hang out one night, my sisters, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, and they brought me to this lesbian club, it was in Staten Island, I never knew there was a lesbian club in Staten Island, but at the end of the day, you don't know these things if you're not involved in them, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's a culture, mm-hmm. that's a fucking movement. No,
0: I, I went to a lesbian bar one time, like, in the Lower East Side somewhere, I was with a chick and. She she's bisexual, and the girl she met was, was a dyke, and she like, yo, you gonna be is dyke cool as say? Like, shout out to the dykes, I fuck with y'all, but yeah, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> we we was um going to the bar, and we went there, she told me on the way, she was like, yo, it's a gay bar, it's not really gay, it's more lesbian than anything, whatever, I'm like, alright, whatever, so we went in there, whatever, and just to see how they interacted, I was like, it was like really weird, cause I just never seen it before, and I'm like, oh shit, like, they alright, like, the only thing that that like got me a little bit was like the 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 studs yeah the the di- the, the brutes yeah those fucking they, linebackers they be wanting to try to dude's like I was in there and they was like trying to try me that, I that- was like yo they was about to, like, snuff me in there. I was like, yo, this is crazy. You know, I
2: had the same shit happen. Mad aggressive I, I chicks. I don't understand it. Like, the crazy thing is this. I'm in the motherfucking joint, and, they, like, there's some beautiful woman in there, yeah. and they're all dating, like, this fucking linebacker from the Colts. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, I don't understand. Like, so I'm at the bar trying to order a fucking drink, and I'm ordering. I'm like, excuse me, can I have a, you know, a Heineken? And she's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, some lady comes on the side of me. He's like, hey, you know that's my fucking girl? And I'm like yeah, I'm just ordering a drink, you know. Uh, that's it. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, "Okay, that's my girl." Like they're so protective. <laughs> like they want to fucking. I don't yeah, want your okay. fucking girl. Listen, that's first of all, I girl. will say this: I'm not trying to. Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything about anybody, but I will say this: some of the relationships I've seen in there, yo, know, some of these girls were beat with the bad stick. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about, yo, there was like, look, look. I don't think I'm no hot stud or whatever. I'm I'm sexy. I'm beautiful. I am who I am. There's some ugly fucking people up in that lesbian club. Mm. Like I'm talking about there was some like
0: So you're trying to say lesbians is ugly.
2: No, 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 I'm not saying that. <laughs> listen, I'm in the, listen. My, my I told you. I, both of my sisters are are pure lesbian. I'm talking about like like taste of rainbow. Yeah. Like like real talk, like they come over like they come with like crews, like yeah. like our family. That's one thing I want to shout out to my mother and father most definitely because You know, uh, Italian-Americans, you know, and and definitely people who uh, grew up in the era of, um, you know, probably, you know, where you would think that would be like a time that would be so black and white or so not understanding or so Mm stereotyped. Meanwhile, they have somebody like me who's been in trouble all his fucking life. You know, Um, both of my sisters are gay. You know, Um, you know, I have a, you know, my lady is Trinidadian, you know, I have a baby with her, you know. And so I'm just I'm, I'm appreciative of how open they are to understand Like we have like we have parties like there's like 30 lesbian couples come over and hang out mm-hmm. drinking amaretto and fucking anisette and, and <laughs> kissing each other and fucking Is that the shout out to the lesbians, drink? man. Shout out to the lesbians. Is
0: that the lesbian drink amaretto?
2: <laughs> now, I don't know what I mean. I, I, what do lesbians drink? Um, I don't know, man, but I will say the they know, got a great sense of humor. Most definitely. Yeah, nah, I sh- fuck with them. Nah, I out. fuck them too, to be honest with you. You
0: you out here fucking dykes?
2: Nah, 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 no. Nah. What about fat chicks? You fuck with fat chicks?
0: Not too much.
2: I'll be honest with you. Years ago, I got into a couple of fat chicks, but the only I reason you why got into P. No, nah, nah, nah. if I drank wine, I would fuck fat chicks. I don't know why. And I be... you always been like, you... yo, fat chicks you like skinny wine. guys, man. <laughs> Fat no, chick they are, do. Yo, I'm That's being why every you. time I see a super skinny, tall dude, I would be like, yeah, he got a fat chick. <laughs> like, yo, growing up, I would have fat chicks. that would always hit on me, and I'm like, yo, so to mix it up, you know, once in a while. Like, you know when you grew up and you were real horny, you need to fuck, like, every day, like, multiple girls. So, you know, every girl wasn't fucking, you know, a dime piece. Mm. So, you know, fat chicks need love, too. But, like, the only way I could really fuck them was, like, you know, drinking wine. That's where I learned how to, like, make make love to people without really being in love, mm-hmm. was drinking, like, a bottle of Molo or red wine or, or Carla Rossi, mm-hmm. you know, one of them fucking five ninety nine drinks. I would drink a whole yeah. gallon of that shit. Next thing you know, man, I was making love to them tugboats, man. I was fucking mm-hmm. blowing the horn like the ferry, you know, real talk.
0: So you and Wax are, like, one in the same with these
2: ladies. I mean, my girl right now is tall, almost six feet and skinny. But growing up, I mean, I, I definitely, that's the thing. I pe- People don't keep it so real if enough. if she
0: see you around a fat chick, she might think you cheated.
2: Probably, <laughs> I grabbed that Twinkie. I fucking, you know, fat chicks are awesome. You can eat with them while you're having sex. Like yeah. you know, like we used to share like bonbons back in the day together. Mm-hmm. I used to drop them in the mouth. You know,
0: how did you get into the whole podcasting thing?
2: Um, well, Dallas Penn. Dallas Penn is a good friend of mine. He's a he's a he's definitely a, a internet. Uh, you know celebrity Mm -hmm. and um, you know he he brought me on to the Combat Jack show um, I would say two and a half months when they started so the Combat Jack show was five years in existence Mm -hmm. and we uh, I came on about two and a half months after they started it was a Dallas Penn and Combat and A. King put it together Mm -hmm. shouts to my brother A. King and um, you know I came on as a guest man and we were just talking about like some sneaker shit and some cultural shit and some hip hop shit, and I never left, man. And I'm, you know, five years later, we the show was transformed into so many different things. We, you know, we had we came from like a big amount of guests. To, I mean, not guests, a big amount of hosts to just me and Reggie. So you know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it, it's great, man. It's for the people. I love I love how much the people love it, and I, you know, it's like almost what I see with you, like how much you know you're growing it and you know i i, I love seeing it man yeah so. i
0: always go back and listen to y'all show to see what i can steal
2: yeah i mean I listen that. that that's the that's the new that's the new thing man as <laughs> long as you always, i feel like as long as you pay respect and i don't mean you... i don't, I don't mind, mind telling don't, people, people i
0: stole something like hold up hold up people be all stealing shit i'll tell i'll be like a combat i stole that from that's you. A, like, <laughs> that, that's
2: no i mean like i always think we should pay respect to the people who've come before like for instance like i think we always Pay respect to like Juan Epstein. You know, they definitely can't, they started before us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though, you know, we do what we do, but I think not enough people do that anymore. You know, I think that, you know, especially. Like, you know, like people need to pay respect to, like, you know, the things that have been created and then create your own and do what you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this, you know, this podcast network that you're part of, Wow Speakers Network, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of shows on it. You know, like like it, it, it's it's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. So, like, if you come and you start your little fucking candy cane, you know, podcast network, you know, uh, there ain't nothing to be inspired by, you know. And if you are, say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are afraid to be like... You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: I know what you're saying.
2: No, it's never...
0: I've never been that type of person. Like, I'm not, I'm not hateful. Like, I feel like that come from... I feel like that usually stems from people that don't feel like they're capable of winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When they see other people winning, and they, they get too envious or... You know what I mean? I've never been that person. Like, I'll see somebody going for the same thing that I'm going for, and they'll get it, and I won't ever be discouraged. It just means that I could go get it now. Like, damn, he did it. I know I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it really is to me. Like, I use everything for um, for inspirational. You know what I mean? Purp- like, everything is I get inspired by it. I'm not really even people's losses. Like, I use, I use his loss to learn from his mistake yeah. to not do it. You know what I mean? And that was a point that I was trying to get across with the shooting that happened in um in Virginia. Yeah. Where the where the dude who the white up, dude uh... the black dude walked up and shot the two the, the reporters. okay and the, okay. And the, and the cameraman. I, I wanna get this clear now because people thought that I was saying that he was um in the right for doing what he was doing. I never said that. I don't think he was in the right for none of that shit. You know what I mean? I actually feel like somebody should have shot him a couple years ago he looked crazy he looked crazy from years ago like that y'all should have shot his ass but besides that um what i was stating to people was basically everybody i could call someone innocent from my point of view but the person that victimized them didn't feel that they was innocent so what i was telling people was yo she was not innocent to him so people felt like i was saying like he was innocent like you're saying he was all right i was like no i didn't say i don't agree with him for doing what he was doing but what i'm saying is that everybody is guilty to somebody if somebody does something to somebody they was guilty for something in their eyes Mm. you know what i mean so people brought up the the shooting in charleston south carolina they said what about them it was so many black people in the church and he walked in and shot them up i said they were guilty and they said Guilty of what? How could you? I said, in his eyes, they were guilty of being black. He would have never shot them mm-hmm. if they wasn't guilty of something. So what I'm trying to say is that, and the point that I was trying to make with the whole Virginia incident was, you never know what someone's reaction will be to your action. They told HR on him. They got him fired. When they went to this dude's house, he had nothing in that motherfucker. I don't think he purposely did that shit. I think he just had nothing. You understand? His shit looked like a hotel, like one of them inns. Where it's just a a computer screen, a bed well made, and hot pockets in the fridge, hot pockets and stains in in the bathtub. So it was like when I see that shit, I say, "Yo, this dude might have been all the way to the edge. No, it wasn't. Might have been. He was to the edge. Mm You seen what he did? So he might have been sitting there blaming these people for two years of his life being in shambles. So in his mind, he was not guilty." Well, she was not guilty, and the cameraman was not guilty to him. So he went and reacted how he reacted. So that's what I was trying to explain to people, man. You just never know how somebody feels about something. So don't always try to put yourself in people's shoes. And just like I said, that might cause prevention. Somebody right now that's in their office might say, I want to call HR on this person and change their mind. Like, you know what? I'm not even going to call HR because i seen what happened. You understand what I'm saying? With this dude. And it create awareness. That's what happens. That's what I do. I learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. I see people do shit, and I be like, oh, all right, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? And I've learned from my own, but I also learned it. Learning from other people's mistakes can be way better. Most definitely. Than ever learn from you, your you own. You like the hoods. The mistake hoods. you make, you won't ever make it back.
2: You like the hoods uh, human resource manager. <laughs> That's what the fuck you are. Who are you fucking preaching all this fucking good shit over here, tax. Nah,
0: it's real shit though. Nah, like, real
2: talk. I, I I mean, I definitely. I'm I'm, what you're I'm
0: always like people. I don't know. People have the, the 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 persona of me, like you know, I got the bad guy persona, but mm-hmm. it's not really bad. What it is is that I handle things differently from others. So just like just like you know, I don't even want to compare myself to him because that was just some next level shit. But you know what I mean, like. Somebody might argue with you. Y'all might argue with each other. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to fight you. Yeah, You know what I mean? So you just never know what other people's reactions is. I just take it a little bit further than others because I feel like I see what's going to happen. Like, I don't ask people certain things. For instance, um, I had a cameraman shooting this show for I don't know how many episodes, 25 episodes now. Mm-hmm. He just came out of nowhere. He didn't send me clips of the Styles P clips. And I'm like, yo, why you didn't send it? And he's like... Oh, I have a fever. So I'm like, what you, you got a fever? Like, I didn't even know grown men caught fever. Mm -hmm. So I was confused about that. So then I was like, "I had a fever, all right, cool. I call him the next day, 24 hours later. Yo, man, you still got a fever? He's like, oh, nah, just dealing with life issues and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So then my home, I tell my homeboy, he's like, yo, why you ain't put up no more clips from the Styles P-Shit? And I say, yo, I truthfully don't know, like, I don't like this dude is saying that he's sick, but I say, you know what? I don't want to deal with him no more because I feel like he's just saying that just to say it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So Voc calls him and he, you know what he says to him? Oh, I feel underappreciated. I feel like people don't appreciate me at taxis. And I'm like, what? Appreciate you. And I just didn't understand where he was coming from. You know what I mean? And I say that to say this. Don't Wait, before I even get to that point of making a point, he was mad at me because he felt like I could do more for him as far as getting him in studios or producers and things like that. And I just want to say I'm the most helpful motherfucker you will ever meet. There is nobody around me that's going to say I ever watched them starve, I ever watched them need something. That's just not my style. If I could plug you in any way, I'm going to plug you. I'm not the person that you got to give $200 to get the application to get your job. I'm not him. I will plug you directly with the plug. You understand? You know, and, and that's the game out here. Like, because I'll meet different people and they'll say, Yo, I want you to meet this person i'll meet this person and then and then when it's time to meet them, it's like some extra shit. They be like, Oh, you gotta speak to me through her because she introduced me to you and you have to like give her a cut. And I'm like, and I'll be confused, like, what the fuck is this? Like but I understand that's where people come from. So when people come around me and I get you directly to the resource immediately, I feel like you should appreciate me. Because I'm not trying to middleman you in no and no time. I'm not gonna middleman you. You know what I mean? And shout out to Dinnerland. the new um we got the new um cameraman in the building. Shout out to you, man. What's his name? Dinnerland? Nah, that's not his name, but that's his um that's his company, Dinnerland. So I wanna promote his company. He does great work and shit. You,
2: you know got I mean? this high fucking uh, light on me, like the feds are yeah. on me. I feel like the fuck we're we gonna get we're gonna get racketeering and Rico yeah, charges. Yeah, they about to see tax. bumps that's coming in from next week on my face with this light. Well, let me ask you, since uh, uh, you know I'm probably a different guest than you ever had in the sense of doing stuff, you know, uh, same type of podcast or yeah. well, maybe or maybe a couple other people actually. Mm-hmm. What's uh, something like like I feel like what I know about you. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. I want to know one thing that maybe the listeners wouldn't even know about tax. If that's something you want to share,
0: man, the shit they don't know about me, I can't speak about. I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean, I don't
2: mean that shit. I don't mean like you know, like incriminating shit. I'm talking about what's something that tax does or likes that may not share a lot. Like you know, maybe you wear fucking pink socks. You know, I don't know. No, I
0: don't do that. I, you know, y'all don't. I love my neutral bullet. Uh-huh. I'm obsessed with that shit now. Every day, I'm going to the supermarket. I'm grabbing vegetables. I'm grabbing everything I could grab to throw on my motherfucking NutriBullet.
2: What is that? One of them fucking. uh,
0: NutriBullet is the dopest shit ever. Okay. Get yourself a NutriBullet.
2: Is this a fucking ad?
0: Listen. Okay. It's not. But I love the NutriBullet. (laughs)
2: Yo, this fucking, like he's trying to sell me over here. I thought it was a fucking ad. Right?
0: Listen, I'm not endorsing the neutral Listen, the Nutribud is fucking dope. You understand? Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a good juice because I've had blenders and shit like that, and I've tried it before, and shit ain't work out. But this shit really obliterates shit. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So what I've been doing, I've been throwing the celery, the kale.
2: Oh, you fucking um, with the kale?
0: Hell yeah. Well, I had a kale salad at the Dream Hotel. That shit was immaculate. Shout out to the Dream Hotel. But um, <laughs> um You said a kale salad. Y- yo. That shit was, yo. I'm going back for that shit. That's how good it was. Okay, and it wasn't that much shit on it. I don't know what they did, but it was great. Kale salad. You know what I think they did? I think they grilled the fucking leaves, yo. Mm-hmm. The leaves taste grilled. The kale leaves.
2: You gotta put. Uh, you like fuck with bacon. Yeah. Okay. Nah. Some people don't fuck with I'm bacon. From Honduras. I'm you know, I from hate Muslim. people that come on your Twitter or Instagram and want to fucking uh you know like say you put up some bacon. They're like, nah, no swine, no no no, no pork on my no pork bacon on my is fork. The best Listen, thing to happen to here's the thing. If you don't eat bacon, okay, I respect that. But why the fuck you got to come on my fucking page <laughs> and talk about no swine? I'm enjoying this shit. Yeah. I don't come. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made like a certain type of turkey pussy. Turkey bacon don't I'm smell you what pork fuck, bacon, telling what the man. fuck. Turkey bacon is. It, I fuck with turkey bacon, but it's like an imitation. Like, remember back in the day. Google uh, bacon right now. No frills. Remember, Google bacon. It comes it, up.
0: It says pork. It says nothing else. No other type of. No turkey. No beef. No chicken. Chicken bacon. You chicken Franks niggas. I hate y'all. Between me and you. Don't ever talk to me. If I find out you got chicken franks, I don't wanna speak to you.
2: But listen, bacon makes everything better. Bacon. Everything. That's a fact. I mean, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, but that's what it is with me right now. I've been juicing. And shout out to Styles P. He gave me a couple tips. Oh, he got doesn't he have juicing. his own Yeah, he got yeah. a couple juice bars.
2: He's doing his thing. Yeah, Styles P. He he, he yeah, Styles homie.
0: P out here juice barring, man. Shout out to Styles P. But yeah, like basically like what I've learned with that the green shit
2: mm-hmm.
0: you get them dark greens that shit really energize you and you really don't know it like it took i i watched a youtube video where the dude said it i drank it one time i was like whatever two after i drank it for like a week straight i felt the difference i was like oh shit this shit really work like but you got to get the dark greens get the kale get the collards um i be i've always put celery in it but you know what i've been putting it into lime i always put ginger and everything too I want ginger because I know ginger cleans shit out. And yeah, shit ginger is
2: like ginger, too powerful to even drink straight. A lot of people drink. Yeah, you got to put a little up. bit. You can't
0: put too much ginger. I cut off a little piece.
2: Are you staying healthy just because you want to stay healthy? Like, what the fuck is tax no, to I, I to stay, stay healthy. He- I
0: drink a lot of Hennessy, so I'm like, you, you got to balance shit out. I can't be just drinking Hennessy all day. <laughs> and nah, I always see because I never drink juice like that. I always was a water drinker, and then I went from always drinking water to drinking Hennessy and water. But I started consuming too much cognac, so I was like, yo, listen, I got to clean my liver out. I can't just have this shit sitting in. My body probably not even used to these foreign substances because it's always used to water. Mm-hmm. So that's how what made me always, you know what I mean, drink water. And then I just got into juicing, and I like that shit, man. Like, I really do. You might change your toilet schedule. It might change your toilet schedule a little bit, but
2: juicing is dope. You like the new—one uh, thing I like about you, he's like the new age, like— Healthy hood, dude. Like, go uh, real talk. Like, like you over here. Like, like you, you're making. You're gonna make people who smoke crack be healthy too. Can you like, bring a Hennessy in? Like, see, Now he's not healthy.
0: Yeah. No. No. You know what it is though. Um, I always. I told you, man. I was a like a bad kid. Like mm-hmm. I was always in trouble. Special ed? But I would go from to da improv classes, back to the block to shooting basketball in the crate. You understand? Mm-hmm. Back into trouble. So we have we would have beef with Georgia, Georgia Avenue in East New York. We'd go over there, throw M eighties at each mm-hmm. other throw paint Pineapples. on, on somebody grandmother steps. Just dumb shit like, you know what I mean? Get in trouble, fight to 190, but then I will have to go back to improv class. You know what I mean? So it was like I had both worlds going on. And then when I was in an improv class, I was in swimming classes. So I was into like different shit the dudes wasn't into in the neighborhood. The only shit they ever went to was basketball. Meanwhile, I never even played basketball. I didn't even care for that shit. You know what I mean? So it was different. So when I would be in the neighborhood and everybody's playing ball, I was on the sideboard, just ready to start trouble. You know what I mean? They obliterated the Hennessy. These sons of bitches. I spent $70 on it. You got to get
2: Hennessy to sponsor you.
0: This is crazy. Yeah, do something, Hennessy. You act like you don't care about the urban people no more. Like, what's going on? We out here... Drinking this shit every week, suffering, having to go to the doctor. You understand what I'm saying? You need to give some free Hennessy. Hennessy
2: forced you to become a fucking healthy motherfucker. Like, yeah, you over here exactly. talking about, I can't believe I'm sitting here talking about kale and celery and fucking shit. peas and carrots. Get that
0: kale salad from the Dream Hotel. Now, you get the Manhattan. kale. Let me
2: tell you something. So you go to Sweet Chick in the Lower East Side. I just walked past it today. You get the kale BLT salad. Mm-hmm. Thank me later, beloved.
0: Kale BLT salad. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, sound like some salad, shit
2: you're to salad, kale BLT salad. Yeah, I'm telling you, official. I'm putting you on kale. Why is kale so
0: popping now? Like, who is kale? Kale is like a new Kardashian or some shit. I never heard of kale six years ago. Like now, everything I hear is kale.
2: I can never wrap my head around the Kardashians. Like real talk. Like even like like the other day, would my- you wife a Kardashian? I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, because I, I need an increase in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, sometimes you don't realize how you're going to get shit. Like, I always wanted to be a homeowner, but I never could become one because I never really worked on my credit and I, I never really held the job down long enough. I was hustling or I was away, mm-hmm. but I always wanted to be a homeowner. I would see people and I'd say, how the fuck do they do it? Like, how do you, you know, because it's, it's so much like work. So the point I'm trying to make is like, you know, I swept my way into being a homeowner now. You know? Mm-hmm. Now I'm a, I'm a, am a homeowner uh through, you know, love and intercourse. You, you know sell what I mean? You penis. Yeah. This
0: is crazy. A professional penis seller. I, let you I mean, taxi.
2: shit, you know? So, you know, now now, you know, I'm a homeowner because of that, but but I guess, you know, yes, Kardashian. <laughs> I would fuck with the Kardashian. I just don't understand because Who's you your
0: know, favorite Kardashian? Um
2: I mean, I kind of like, I have a love and hate relationship towards them. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I mean, I, I guess I like Kim. I like Courtney, actually. I like, I'll fuck the shit out of Courtney. Courtney. But I, I just think that she has the best pussy out of all of them. I don't know that, but I just feel that way. But I'll be honest with you, like, I just feel like, you know, I have a, I, my daughter's young, so it's, like, kind of, like, I try not to look at too many things. Because, no, as your daughter gets older, like, mm-hmm. she's 15, you start to think of, like, you know, let me, let me tone down on some things. Mm-hmm. Like, Miley Cyrus, right, you, you know, switching around, like, she's disgusting. Like, she don't even have tits. Last night she showed nipples on the VMAs. <laughs> but real talk, real talk, I fuck Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't fuck Miley Cyrus. Even though I feel a little creepy because growing up, I used to have to watch my, uh, Hannah Montana with my daughter. Yeah. But Hannah Montana was like, she was beautiful, man. She had that, that, that you know, she had that look like, you know what I mean? like She like, was cleaner than yeah. Molly. You know, Molly right now, Molly, Molly looked like she has like the cotton from her panties in her pussy. You know when you got to pick the cotton out of a girl's clit? No, I've never done that. You never had I to do that? Never, nah, Because some girls, that their panties get stuck up in their clitoris. The Conway panties. I mean, could <laughs> it could be Conway. It could be corecraft you know what I mean? could, be, could panties. Be Cor- <laughs> could These be, women co- come home from shock with panties. No, but I just don't understand the Kardashians. Like, yo, The other day, I was scratching my fucking head like looking at uh, Kylie Jenner and what's the other one? Kendall Jenner? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Is that her name? Yeah, Kendall. Yeah, Kylie and Kendall, yeah. Yeah. And like at the Instagram I was like, yo, they have like 35 million Instagram followers. Yo, I was looking at their post. Like one of their posts had like not one. I was just looking at one of their posts. They have like a million fucking likes. But not only that, they have like 750,000 comments. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like when you come to really think about it, I'm 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 breaking it down for you social social media motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. One post. Like you know how much money I seen them, you know, putting um you know, like a shampoo that they fuck with or a fucking like a whatever like an advertisement, mm-hmm. you know? You know how much money they must get from that? Cuz it's direct to consumer now. Yeah. Social media is so big. You know, you think about fucking uh, Super Bowl commercials. Fuck your fucking commercial. Fucking 10 million for fucking 20, 20 seconds. They fucking give it to the sweat Kardashians. They fucking tweet it <laughs> or fucking Instagram it. It goes to right no, to your phone. It's true though. This shit has became huge and they've mastered it. That's why I love the
0: Kardashians because so much people hate on them because they can't understand why they're winning. I don't understand either, but I respect that shit. I because do because they continuously win every single year.
2: Every one of them a million. Like, ex-
0: they fucking. Kim Kardashian was like Paris Hilton's assistant and like we don't even know who Paris Hilton is anymore. Paris Hilton probably invented TMZ the way she was out and we don't even know who Paris Hilton is anymore. If Kim Kardashian is on the left side of the room and Paris is on the right, they won't be a camera on the right side of the room.
2: Yeah. And the Jennys, I mean look like I mean look at the Jennys. Look at the Kylie, you know, and how much attention she gets. I mean, you know, she comes out with her birthday party. You know what I mean? People come out. Tiger, Tiger's putting his tongue in that ass. You know, Mm -hmm. Tiger
0: dropped the video today.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I I guess you like Tiger. Nah, I don't listen to nothing Tiger Drops.
2: Rack City? You don't fuck with Rack City? Fuck with nothing Tiger That was Drops. a big strip club Nothing. Joint. You don't fuck with strip clubs?
0: No, I don't like strip clubs. Okay. The bitches I don't like lying. strip clubs,
2: too. You know why? Because I will not... Like, what. Like, yo, I don't get... Pause, but I don't get my shit up for no reason. Why I gotta wake exactly. him up? Why I gotta wake him up? You wanna rub on him? Exactly. And you know sometimes they catch you with them songs. Like I didn't even know. One time I did get a lap dance, and then you know they play like snippets of songs. You know what I mean? Like they say like black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh yeah. And then next thing you know they go to like you know fucking uh, you know do, right. the <laughs> uh, do the Humpty hump. And then you're like that's sixty dollars. I'm like what the fuck? Like you said twenty dollars. You yeah. did three songs. I didn't even you know it's it's a hustle. I don't like that hustle. Sometimes I used to go to strip club. Give them fucking. 20 dollars like yo here just i don't even want the lap dance
0: yo i was just there i just had to host a a party at the strip club and i i told her i said yo get the fuck off me Mm -hmm. because my dick is getting hard and i can't fuck you and then she starts sucking on my neck and i'm like listen i have i had std before Mm -hmm. i don't want std no more don't suck on my neck what kind of std i don't know what you have like you had chlamydia i had mad stds man (laughs)
2: Yeah, yo, yo, I really respect you for admitting that shit. <laughs> like, yo, like m- most dudes are just like, yeah, I got this gonorrhea dick, you know. You but just, I'm gonna give it to somebody.
0: You gotta just come clean sometimes, and and, and just and just be in love with yourself. You know
2: <laughs> how did you t- How did you treat? The, the STDs that you had
0: and, uh, you know first shit I had was crabs I had Nick's RX mm-hmm. shout out to Nick's RX it's a cream Chris Morrow knew exactly me. what it was Chris Moore about to get he that crab sponsor in the next,
2: uh, <laughs> next, ep- next episode I'm gonna hear you shouting out that fucking crab what'd you say shout out name the name of it is?
0: RX for that dope cream nah but the, the reason why, I take that shit serious. I don't just want no stripper sucking on my neck mm-hmm. and getting my dick hard. First of all, I don't know where your mouth been. You can get herpes anywhere. Most definitely. Anywhere. You can get her. I got herpes on my elbow tomorrow. Don't just fucking lick on my neck, bitch. I got a family. I fucking come <laughs> home and then I got fucking herpes on my neck in two weeks. How the fuck am I going to explain that shit? Oh, I was in Club Lust and the stripper was on me. Like, let's be, that shit don't even sound right. She won't even believe that shit and it was the truth. But now, this stripper really licked my neck, and I really was thinking about my neck for two weeks now. Like, yo, my fucking neck breakout because I'm very cautious of how I move out here, man. It's dangerous, especially this TV shit, man. I didn't know bitches was fucking niggas off TV like this. These bitches is, like, direct messaging me straight pussy.
2: Like, no conversation,
0: just first picture. Bow, wet pussy. So tax. Hey, tax season.
2: I'm like, what the fuck? So tax season has brought you groupies.
0: Not really. L- so you a haven't little seen bit. Any, any. I think it's when I started this MTV shit.
2: Okay, and congrats yeah. on that.
0: Like the women, like the women, they came, they've come to me. Like I got a couple retarded bitches that I left in my direct messages. Mm-hmm. They be hitting me talking about, oh, so how could I get on tax season? Thinking they gonna suck my dick to get on tax season. Like I got my dick sucked like four times a day. Like that's not doing nothing for me. Yeah, <laughs> but you,
2: but you should also reap the benefits. Like to be honest with you, you don't have a four hundred one k. You don't have, True. you don't have, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, what what the fuck do they call that? Um, uh, when you, when you fucking work a regular job, man, what I do you have? 401k and, uh, and, uh, help me out here, what? Uh, uh, um,
0: fuck. None of these motherfuckers work. Chris Maurer had a job in years.
2: Uh, what the <laughs> fuck? A pension. <laughs> oh, a pension. A pension. Yeah. You don't well, have a, a pension fucking was. pension. You don't have a 401k. So you have to reap every fucking benefits you can, cause I'll be honest with you, you never know one day Chris Morrow, fucking uh, Reggie Osei, Combat Jack, they could fucking say, you know what, fuck this loudspeakers, mm-hmm. and 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 you'll say, damn, I should have made that girl suck my fucking dick. Mm-hmm. You gotta reap the benefits while you're here. Mm-hmm. You got to. Now, are you with somebody that uh, is like that it's real serious?
0: That. Yeah, I got to. every every man has a girl,
2: like wifey. Know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. every every single man i keep trying to tell females this stop going up to men Talking about oh do you have a girlfriend yes he you know, has a fucking girl are we fucking or not <laughs> you know what I mean? because you know
2: i'll be honest with you you really don't you really don't like when you have your wifey you really don't understand how much you love her until you let a girl suck your dick or you fuck her
0: yo i swear to fucking god people yo, don't believe me but you I- got to go get some whack pussy or some whack head yo or some stink pussy or some pussy that was too good mm-hmm. and to realize that you just you, want to be with your girl. That
2: you, yeah, you just want to sit home, Netflix and chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what you want to do. Tag drink some Hennessy. You know, put your tongue in her ass. You know, you eat the groceries. Yeah, I eat ass. You know. <laughs> Yo, sometimes I like, started late, but I love it. Yeah, and sometimes you know? I mean, as long as it's good ass. Sometimes ass tastes like cucumber and and like uh, like ass celery. Ass never milk. tastes
0: like cucumber. Yeah, man. Sometimes cucumber. Sometimes you know you gotta put some. Be tasting in. like a penny and baby oil. Yeah, man, I
2: wouldn't fuck with the penny you know and baby oil. Penny? Nah, pe- what, you mean like, like the scent? Yeah. Like, I haven't you know, seen a penny, penny in like before? five years.
0: You got to taste the penny sometimes. I tell
2: people keep the pennies. I don't even fuck with change. I don't like change. Yeah. I don't like change. I used to use it you for me. You ever try to eat
0: this. a chick ass and she tell you no?
2: Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's when you got to fall back.
2: Only time never I... never re- trust a girl to tell you no to eat her ass. Only time I really like to eat ass is like when I'm like drunk. When I'm really drunk. Like really, really yeah. drunk. You know, I'll tell you one thing. I heard you talking about... um. Who was talking about kissing on the mount? You were talking about people were kissing each other on the mouth. Were well, you were talking that shit on Twitter? Or, no, was. you were talking about you were talking uh, about um people messing with young kids. Yeah. Not young kids. No, wait, let me let me rephrase that. You were talking about young what's it? what's I'm talking the- about
0: pedophiles, period. So I asked the females the women I asked the women on Twitter. On Twitter, how young were you? And how old was the oldest dude you ever dealt with? In your the first time, years. Okay, 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 most definitely. And the youngest one that we got, I think, was fifteen to fifty, or sixteen Damn. to fifty. That was crazy, but guess what? It wasn't that odd to me, cause the neighborhood that I grew up in, there were older dudes that found younger women mothers was doing bad. And see, this is how it goes in in, in, in poverty-stricken neighborhoods. And this is why I like that interview at the Breakfast Club with um Dr. Dr. Umar, Umar Johnson. Umar, yeah. Because um basically, in neighborhoods where it's not too much money, it's struggle.
2: Mm.
0: Where there's struggle is is no order. It's no structure. You understand? So a uh, a dude that has a couple dollars, a little bit of money, he could easily sit. He can easily sit down with um, with the girl's mother yeah. and pay her and rent Vanessa. and then say, can you send your daughter over here to help me do something? And the mother would know it doesn't sound right, but because she's getting her rent paid by this dude, she allows it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And growing up, I've I seen a dude that was – twenty-four years old deal with a sixteen year old. Cause I was sixteen and he was twenty-four at the time. And it was like the same type of situation. You know what I mean? The the woman thought that the, the the woman thought that she would get her daughter a record deal. You know what I mean? And the family basically thought like, yo, we gonna get her a record deal for hanging with this dude, like this dude is on. And his basis was just a fucker. You know what I mean? It was just a fuck with her and You know, she never got the record deal. He's nowhere. You know what I mean? But that was the the basis of the relationship. So that's why I always bring that shit up on on Twitter and shit because I see the shit that people say about Tiger, and I feel like Tiger gets the lashing that other people should have got years ago because I'm like, listen, yes, he is 23 or 24 dealing with a 17-year-old, but if he was just on the East Coast in New York, it would be legal. We Mm -hmm. wouldn't even be Mm -hmm. having this discussion. But because he on the West Coast and it's not legal, it's such a big discussion. So i will be trying to have this discussion with people like, are you mad because it's the law or morally you feel it's wrong? Because I feel it's only wrong. It should only be wrong to you if it's morally wrong. Mm -hmm. If you could just if you feel like right now, like me sitting here, like me personally, I wouldn't fuck a 17 year old, but. I, if it was legal in California and I, I moved to California, it was okay. Hell fucking no. That meant you wanted to fuck a 17-year-old yeah. wherever the fuck you was at. You understand what I'm saying? So I keep stating this because I see all these black women that go to church and, and love God and God-fearing. When R. Kelly come in town, it's like, we run into the R. Kelly show. Mm-hmm. So dudes on Twitter tell me R. Kelly beat his case. They like, but he beat his case. I'm like, what the fuck? That meant he was innocent? He beat his case, first of all, for child pornography. That was for being in possession of the tape. He didn't he didn't get charged for for for, for statutory rape or rape. This dude wrote age ain't nothing but but a number for Leah when she was 14 years old. He was kicking 30 down. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. For you to write some shit like that and think it was okay is is different to me. It's like, why would you even think that was okay? So that's where the sickness goes with me with R. Kelly compared to a person like Tiger that dealt with uh, a mature 17-year-old on her own house, car, and everything else in the book. I said today on on Instagram, I said, Kylie on her own house, car, and this, that, and the third. She can suck whoever dick she want.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. it's like, where I'm from, you're an adult once you do all that. Once you move out, you get your own house, you get your own car, you taking care of yourself. We're not paying your bills. You're adult. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how I felt about it. So I didn't understand why people were going so hard at Tiger but saying R. Kelly was coming into town next week. It was like, I didn't understand. It's like, R. Kelly is the same person as Jared. We've seen his tape. His tape is out right now on the internet. It's out.
2: Yeah, but, Jack, but the thing, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with most of what you're saying. But the thing is with Jared, he gave us fucking compressed meat. Pause. <laughs> he gave us fucking five-hour footlongs. He gave us fucking. It wasn't even footlongs, and they wasn't even good cold cuts. It wasn't fucking Boar's Head. Okay, it wasn't. Definitely wasn't. It was Boar's fucking. Head. It was Thuman. It wasn't Dyson. You know, no. What's the other good meat? <laughs> it was fucking. It wasn't. R. Kelly, on the other hand, gave us "Step in the Name of Love." he uh, gave us. He gave us ignition. He gave. Ignition. I, I, fly. He gave, I be, Listen, he gave us fucking hits.
0: But he also has sex with little girls whose nipples didn't even protrude yet.
2: I mean, Molly Cyrus is, has those same type of nipples. But
0: Miley, like, 25 now or some shit. It's I mean, okay. I mean,
2: it's sad. It, this it dude is... was going to
0: high schools picking women up.
2: It is sad. It is sad.
0: All I want people to do is stick to your guns. If you're going to be mad at Tiger for dealing with this grown-ass 17-year-old, be just as mad at R. Kelly for going up to a high school in a limo. You know what I mean? A junior high school. Like, be just as mad as him. Don't don't come at Tiger's head and and hate Jared Fogle because he, you know what I mean? And you don't hate R. Kelly, man. That shit got to stick with you. You got to respect that. And listen, I caught myself on YouTube listening to fucking One A Woman's Fed Up mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago because I really like that record. But you know what I always look at? I look at this motherfucker face and be like, This nigga could have fucked my mother back then. Mm. But he would have fucked my little sister if I had one. He would have walked past my mother. You dig what I'm saying? This dude is who who our mothers loved and enjoyed. You know what I mean? Well, my mother, you know what I mean? My age bracket. And it's like, you didn't give a fuck about them. You wanted the little girls. Like. Who are you? And that's why I can't take R. Kelly seriously. Like, I would never. I don't want to do nothing with R. I don't want to be around him. If I see R. Kelly, I'm going to call him a pedophile and whatever it might be. And the reason I take this pedophilia shit so serious because this woman was asking me. She's like, what did you go through for you to say? Like, Bitch, I didn't go through shit. But I was in jail with niggas that was rapists. Mm-hmm. And I had discussions with
2: rapists. Oneida? No,
0: no, no. And Elmira. Elmira. And Elmira. Yeah. and Elmira, yeah. I was like this dude. Um. This dude I was real close with, like, for real. Like, my my dude, like, I sold drugs in jail. I had mm-hmm. all the weed, the dope, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would let him hold it. So you know I trusted him. You know what I mean? Because I would, yo, you hold us down. I'll be back. You yeah, know what I mean? No, I trusted the dude. And nigga was a rapist. And what happened was I used to check everybody shit. Like, if I if I ever got cool with you, I'll run your name. Yo, call my girl on the phone. Yo, run this dude's DIN number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. She ran his DIN number, and he was in jail for rape in the first, you know what I mean? And I'm like raping the first is like, um, yeah, that's rape. You know what I mean? There's no way to dispute that. And like, I started moving funny with him for the first couple of days and then I had to break it. To him. I'm like, yo man, what's up, man? Like, what's up with you? What you locked up for, man? So he knew what it was. He tried to break it down, but he was lying. I could tell he was lying. He told me he was doing robberies with a dude and every time he'd do robberies, the dude would be in the back raping somebody. I'm like, oh, you ain't know this shit was going on every, every robbery yeah. I was doing. But anyway, you know, the moral of the story is that I really met dudes that was sick in prison and told me out their mouth that they'll rape people or they enjoy fucking young kids. You understand what I'm saying? So I look at that shit seriously. That's why, I like, if I had kids right now, my kid couldn't even go on Instagram.
2: When are you going to have a kid?
0: Soon. Probably this year. Oh. Soon.
2: I would say have one, you know?
0: Yeah, I want to have a kid. Like, I'm know, ready now. You uh, know, what, what is, is holding, holding you old. back?
2: Now, real talk, what, what is holding you back from not, not having one? Is it not the right girl? Is well, not the nah, right when, time? When I, was,
0: when, when I was getting girls, like, real pregnant at one point, mm-hmm. um, I was running around the streets. I was getting too much money. I didn't want to have no kid. So it was just abortion time. It was always abortions. Yeah, you know? Abortion this, abortion that. So... I wasn't really into it. And then after that, I went to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did like five years in jail together. So it was like, that took a lot of my 20s. And then when I came home, all I wanted to do was get my shit straight. I didn't want to have no kids and be fucked sure, up. Sure, you had to focus on yourself. And be dealing with parole, stress, and all types of shit like that. So I basically just wanted to get to myself. So that's what really probably stopped me from having a kid, because I would have had a kid years ago. But you know what I mean? I think now, like you know shoot what up I mean? the
2: club, shoot up the club soon, and yeah. I, I will, I will say, clubs. you'll be able to whatever years you miss from being away, and however you felt and things you've been through, mm-hmm. you'll be able to relive them through a kid. Yeah. And it'll change you, real talk. You know, No, mean- I want,
0: I want daughters, man. I want daughters. That's why when I when I went up, that's why I take shit like that seriously because I don't, you know, why I don't want boys. I always try to discuss this, man. The neighborhood that I grew up in, man. Being yeah. a boy and watching my mother raise me. That's just some scary shit. Mm-hmm. I'm a very nervous person. I'm very paranoid. Anybody you know that ever come around me, they know. I'm very paranoid. I look around the room all day. I'm watching what everybody's doing, and that's just what I am, and I'm paranoid. I don't want to know the troubles the boys go through. When boys go outside and get in trouble, they die,
1: mm-hmm. or they,
0: they get shot or severely injured. Girls get in trouble, some girls might jump up. A boy might disrespect her. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Granted, rapes happen. Shit like that. Of course, it's not nothing's inevitable. But me personally, I would rather raise girls.
2: Yeah, it's I. I got a girl. Um, she's 15. She can be 16. I will say, for me, I always, you know, having another kid. You know, after all these years, you know, I have my son's four months old, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I have a boy. So it's weird. I tell people all the time. I I pray to have a boy, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, one to have one on one. But at the same time, like, Having a daughter is like I, I look at it this way. It, it's been beautiful. It's been amazing, but like it, when she turns twenty one and you go into a bar and have a drink with her one day afternoon, you can't. And she talks about her boyfriend. You can't have that same conversation you can have with your son. Mm-hmm. When your son gets twenty one, you're like, you know, he may be like, "Hey, dad, you know, I'm dating this girl. This, you know, this Spanish mommy. This Dominican." But he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, I seen her. You know, she got the man. You fucking that? And I was it? Like, yeah. Oh, dad, the pussy's good, man. I'm fucking the <laughs> shit out of that." Now imagine your daughter. What's your daughter going to say? Oh, Dad, yeah, I'm f- I'm messing with this guy, Josh. He's fucking my pussy crazy. His dick like, is huge. His dick is big, man. I can't even fit it in. Like, get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you talking about? I, you know, those moments. <laughs> Listen, you know, even my daughter told me, like, she's like, oh, I have a friend I like, you know, and I'm, I can't even sleep at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, having a daughter is beautiful because it's like, but, you know, I'm not trying to get... Listen, tax season is not here trying to make you get Kleenex and get all soft and shit like that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, real talk, man, Fast. real talk. Having kids, man, will change your motherfucking life. I'm telling you right now, man, it would change your life. And tax, I'm telling you, man, if you wait for the right time, you'll never have one. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine, if you fine, if you feel like the that's pers- the You know, that's the fuck I really was
0: doing. I'm strategic about yeah, everything. But I'm telling
2: you right now, if you wait for the right time... If you say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait for the time, you know, until I get on my feet, you know, until I make more money, you'll never make enough money. Mm-hmm. You'll never have enough time. You'll never make enough time. You just gotta fucking, you just gotta fucking let, let that fucking sperm roll. Damn. Real talk.
0: Just gonna force me into these rivers. Nah, I I think, <laughs> I think you would be a good father,
2: man. Real talk. Yeah. I think you would be a good. Nah, father. I, w-
0: I would be a good father. Like you know what I mean. I'm a nurturer. Like I'm a protector for everybody that's around me. Mm-hmm. So I know with my own kids, you know what I mean. How how good I would be. So you know what I mean. It's just I always was very skeptical of the woman that I'll have my kid with. You know yeah. what I mean. And that's what scares me more than anything. Like I see the baby mother trouble the dudes go through and. That shit is unheard of to me, man. Like, I don't even like arguing with my girl. So, baby mama drama, social media shit, the shit. that yeah, I'm shit like, is crazy fuck too. What the is now. this? Like,
2: I was going through that shit when Facebook just came, or MySpace just mm-hmm. came around, and uh, when I was getting divorced, and, and 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 you know, she she put up a picture of like you know my daughter with like this guy. Like, I'm like, get the fuck like Yo, you want him to die? <laughs> you know, like real, <laughs> like real talk, like like that uh-huh. shit ate me up. Like mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to see you know like that's why the whole like like oh, the like the future type the, shit the future and see everything yeah. like i i I understand it, but you know like 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 yo, know, Russell Wilson needs to do that better, man, like real talk like you yeah. need to like like, I don't know what he has done so I want to speak for another man, but like if you want to be real, like if you get involved with it, like most like if you're an older dude past 25, 30 years old, most of the girls you mess with are going to have kids. It's it's hard to meet a fucking person without kids these days, you know. So you know, but you gotta respect that. Like like, I'm not saying you gotta like respect the father to the point where you gotta like kiss his ass. But you know what? You gotta like just call him up and let him know what it is. Like, yo, I'm not trying to be his father. I'm trying to be his friend. I've been in that situation. I was married. The girl had two kids, so I had to do that. And dealing with all that shit was crazy. And then going through a divorce and seeing your own kid and shit like that you know it's crazy man I, I i would go i would go to this fuck i would go to the house knock on the door a dude with no shirt would answer the fucking you know some muscle bound motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> who Who are you? Who the, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who the, who the fuck the are fuck you? Out? This fucking guy, he's standing there. He's fucking, you know, he's, he's like one of them fucking steroid fucks. You yeah. know, he got no neck. His dick look like a protein bar. You know what I mean? Like he's wearing Speedos. You know what I mean? He's fucking, you know. Meanwhile, I'm going to pick up my I mean, daughter. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, look, I'm here to pick up my daughter. This guy's in the corner doing push-ups. I'd be that sweet you know what I mean? This guy's doing diamond me. push-ups. You can't do diamond push-ups around yeah, me. Get suspensive. the fuck out of here. You that's what offensive what I mean? <laughs>
0: stand up and about face <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, bringing the dips man he's doing dips he's bringing the little uh, the little uh the yellow uh gloves you yeah. know fucking doing dips and shit but nah real talk man you know it's um going to a divorce go you know it is a tough thing you know it's uh, you know and having kids and seeing them you know with other people it, it's tough man and I think if it comes from a good place and it comes off correct and you handle it like a gentleman, that's the thing. That's one thing. Again, I want to say I like about you because you're still cut from that cloth, that uh, you know that I'm cut from. You mm-hmm. know, and it doesn't exist anymore. You know, there's a lot of people that are cut from it actually, mm-hmm. but th- th- you know, there's a lot of people that aren't.
0: You know, it's funny. It's like every, we all know who we are. Like you just bump into each other, like you meet each other, and you'd be like, "All right, I know what type of dude he is." You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it'd be cool and it's easy and it's just an understanding there, without it even being said. It's what you call beloved. Beloved, man. Yeah. You know, I, I took, I want to, because people keep saying I got this beloved shit from Lo Deluxe. I did it. I actually met Lo Deluxe downtown and he called me that. But you know what I mean? I never said it because of him. Mm-hmm. It was a dude in jail named Beloved. He was like the head of the Muslims. I forgot what prison I was in and like. His name was Beloved, but he was like the funniest dude ever. He was a pathological liar. Like he would show me a picture, and it would be a picture in Atlantic City, with an Eldorado or some shit, with his wife and him. And his wife would have a fox on, but he'll say Vegas, and it was <laughs> Atlantic City. Then he'll say Full Length Mink, Ferrari, and it was an Eldorado. Like he would lie about everything that was in the picture. But his name was Beloved, and that's what he called me. Every time you, he'd see, he'd be like, Yo, what's up, Beloved? So. I I actually took that from Beloved. That was just my way of being like, yo, man, I'm going to try to fall back from saying nigga. So, you know, I'm going to say Beloved. I, I fuck with to, the Beloved I thing. wanted to give you out a background on why I say Beloved, man. I had nothing to do with um, the battle rapper Lo Deluxe. Because, frankly, I don't fuck with Lo Deluxe no more after he got aired out like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Lo Deluxe, you have to regain my trust. Because
2: well, I, I thought he was the best battle rapper at one point. We had Wax on uh the Combat Jack Show yeah. a while back. Yeah. We we had him I on. thought he
0: was I really thought he was one of the best battle rappers until I seen the way that kid obliterated him. It really um the way Mo um, um Murder, Murder Mook Mo did yeah. him, like that was sad. Mm-hmm. Like he fucking destroyed you and like I don't got no trust in him no more. I don't even wanna see another one of his battles actually.
2: It's hard for a battle rapper to even become an artist, I feel like. Even though yeah. battle rapping is an artistry, but it's hard. Like I remember, mean, he put out a single. I, I mean, that shit came and gone.
0: Well, it's like writing. Like if you get into like the, like if you get into like the groove of writing certain shit, you know what I mean. Like if say, like you couldn't get like James Patterson to to write a James book Pat- about Brownsville, you know what I mean? or oh, how shit got real with Akbar on a Yo, horse,
2: you know what I mean? What were those books that were? Uh... Grimy, you ever read Grimy? Like, yeah, remember yeah. those shits? In, yeah, and, yep. I forgot that. There know, was a series of. Them. A, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to get, I used to get them when I was away, and and it was they were some of the best books I read.
0: I was talking to Nikki Turner earlier. You know Nikki Turner?
2: No, I don't know she, him, but she I know, had a lot of those. I, I know, I know, she you're wrote a couple about, yeah. of
0: those books. Um, damn, Gangster Wife. I forgot the name yeah. of the fucking shit. There's so many fucking similar titles, but I was just talking to her earlier. She write a lot of them books.
2: Yeah, they, they, I'm they, listen. All I did was read books in there, like you know, Secret Science, mm-hmm. by um, I think his name is John Baines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the Forty Eight Laws of Power. But we mm-hmm. didn't read the thing is when I started reading these type of books, we didn't read them. We studied them, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like you, you, you just kept on reading them mm-hmm. so you could understand them. You know, like you know, reading books was something that just kept my brain fresh, especially when I was in the box. You know, I would read five six hundred page books in you know like two three hours. You know, not like yeah. real quick. And speed read them, you know. So it was definitely something that I felt was people don't read enough no more, man. People don't read yeah, enough. Yeah, I just no said
0: more. today because I was like, I was getting so consumed with like shit that was just going on a pop culture. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I need a new book. Like I'm sitting here bugging right now. I ain't read shit. Like usually, because like my cousin uh, called me and tell me about a book that she was like reading every week. She be like, I just reading this new book, and like I realized I done missed like five weeks of. Me saying what I read, I haven't mm. read anything, so I was like, man, I need to read a fucking book before. Because you, you know what you, you know what's crazy about reading books is that when you, when you read a lot of books, your reading is really sharper. Yeah. And then when you stop reading for a little bit, you're realizing in your reading that you slow down slightly. Like I really notice it, and I'd be like, holy shit, I need to read some books. Like
2: yeah, and newspaper too. Like you know, growing up, like you know, I. I didn't really fuck with school so much, you know. So like I didn't like a lot I'll be honest with you, a lot of words I really didn't know how to like pronounce or and I come from a Thai American family and my mother pronounces everything wrong. So like I didn't so when I would read, I would be able to like, you know, it would help me like learn how to like speak more, learn more, say more, you know, pronounce more. Like reading like I, I try to push my daughter to read a lot more because I'll be honest with you, reading keeps your brain fresh, man. Look at that. There's a lot of positivity on this Tax Season podcast.
0: Definitely was a lot of positivity this episode, man. I'm definitely, definitely thankful that you came through. I want to do this with you. And we definitely got to start going to these jails to talk to these convicts and these inmates about to come home and let them know how to, Get their
2: shit scraped. Sure, or when they touch the bricks. Show them how to learn to come home and stay home. Yeah, and, and stay home. That's 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 the game. that's the job. But yeah, yeah, we definitely do that. And and you know, like I said, I, I definitely want to, con- you know, give you a major salute and shout because I like what you're doing, man. You know. People in the hood sometimes they try to like put them in a box, you know, like, like where you grow up in the hood and you know, you're just a hood dude and 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 nah nah like you, I feel like you are the new age hood dude but you've been around, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you're putting people on the cow and shit, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but you also smack a motherfucker real quick, yeah, you, 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 you know understand a what I mean? So keep keep tax season going, I'm, I'm proud of you. Thanks for you know having me come by and just shoot the shit with you and talk to the tax season people and and you know, like. Just blessings, my dude.
0: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Cheer. Man. That was tax season with
2: Premium Pete. Cheer. Ah.
0: Cheer, cheer. This episode of tax season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Menna, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.